We are live. We I are want live. chicken and waffles. Dude, that you know what? So good. Chicken and waffles sounds fire, dude. Like, I never actually- had it, but it does sound good. <laughs> There's actually a really good one in Natomas in Sacramento. And, you know, like, uh, as a kid, I would have, like, chicken and then I'd have, like, waffles. And as a kid, to me, the mixture of those seemed weird. But now that I'm an adult, I'm just like, why did I never have that? I feel like I'm so deprived. Like, no, that's delicious. Oh, man. So, do you put, like, fun. syrup on it, too? Damn, uh, yeah, why not, man? Strawberry syrup, yeah. Or strawberry yeah. syrup. Interesting. Dude, yeah. I'm chicken? I'm, I'm fucking, fuck yeah. Oh, <laughs> Come on, man. I don't, I don't know. It just sounds kind of off to me. I don't know. Oh, bro. Yeah, especially if it's like some good ass, very well cooked, like chicken strips with yes, some sir. waffles. Oh. Bro. Yeah, yes. We just had some Chinese chicken a little bit ago. So, like, chicken in general just sounds so good. Chinese <laughs> food is really good, actually. I'm a huge fan and advocate yeah. of Chinese food as long as it's good. Well, why, why does Chinese food need advocates all of a sudden? Because there's like, <laughs> a, lot of, MSG, a like mom, lot of MSG. Not everyone's a huge fan of that, but I absolutely hey, adore hey, Chinese food. Into a corner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get the show on the road. <laughs> Howdy. What up? Hi, all. Everybody. Hello, everybody. That accent was. What? Uh, <laughs> I, I had a friend over uh, just a little bit ago when I was eating Chinese food. and we. You have friends other than us? That's impossible. Uh, yeah, in fact, <laughs> better friends than you on. Oh, wow. Jeez, right gosh. That is just slander. Is there something <laughs> wrong with having friends in the real world? Because, like. That's, right, that's Andre. A, that's huh? a, that's, that's friends a thing. in the real world? That's not. That's too real. I mean, it's all about. Too real. Virtual, <laughs> virtual friends having oh, fun. It's John Cena. Yeah, that was fun. See, we just did that together. That was fun. No, no, I guess oh, Andre, okay, Edward, Andre's that possessive friend. Like no friends but me. No, yeah, right. You no, that's good. That's, that's good. You still uh, have friends that are uh, in real life. IRL. Anyway, the point was while we're eating Chinese food, we're having like a Chinese accent the entire time. It was oh, kind of funny. It's like that chicken uh, and waffles. Oh, sorry, wrong, wrong conversation. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Chicken and waffles. Anyway, everybody, welcome to Four Nerds, episode ninety-three of hey. this fantastic show, long-running wow, show. 93. I think last time we mentioned it's been like what close to three years since four nerds came out something like that i don't know two... uh 20 2019 20, so about like two or three years my gosh i'm gonna say that every time now just because we're reaching episode 100 i feel like nostalgic yeah. Yeah. You know, like people think that we're like actually doing something with the world um anyway welcome everybody if you guys are new to the four nerds basically we just talk about all the nerdy topics all the nerdy news that you can think of and just yeah. kind of bs around i mean you saw the intro and uh my gosh, we couldn't be more uh, just amateur, but it's great. It's fun time. It's a fun yeah. time. We're glad you guys are here. We got a lot of great topics to cover today. And I'm, of course, yes, as always, joined by my good friend Andre from the Nicotina Show. What's up? Anthony from the ACS Universe. Hey. And Philip Barker from Superhero Stress and the Eternal Night. Welcome, everybody. And that is all. That is all the important ones that will ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, no one else. No more. No less. Nobody else will be here. Nobody else. I'm to whip it out. <laughs> See, no, that's exactly the opposite of what I want. That's exactly the opposite <laughs> of what I want to happen here. Uh, Cut it out. Cut but it no, out. Ryan is, as he would always say, on assignment 
uh, missing in action, MIA, um, <laughs> injured on the job, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, He's always like, Jesse Allen said, don't let Ryan ever again. Hey, you Oof. know what? That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. We Ryan might get more viewers is like that. on assignment. In fact, let's check out our back our backstage producers. Hey, would that work? Yeah, they, they said it's good. Done. <laughs> Done. Studies have shown that that is the most productive way to go about this. Um, anyway, real quick. Again, we got a lot of topics for you guys. Let's see what's in the chat so far today. Got Anthony Belcher. What's up, man? What up? Great job on Project Justice League. Thanks so much. We'll talk about Thank you. Thank you. And let me just echo that too. Um, To all the people who put in so much hard work, like Andre, of course, Ryan, uh, Mariano, I believe is his name, the colorist. Yeah, Mariano. Vega Productions, um, Ill Life, everybody involved with the production of Project Justice League. I mean, honestly, could not give me more of a round of applause, honestly. <laughs> Fantastic. You. No, work. I, I mean, all of you guys had a hand in this, and, uh, you know, that, that's what made it possible was that, you know, mm-hmm. just being able to, to you know, all of us are in our, in our abilities to cultivate friendships and to, you know, help hype this thing up and, and, mm-hmm. and get it to where it's at now. And um, But, I mean, obviously the, the, the biggest thing is that so far, I think we've raised, like, $1,400 for uh, AFSP. I think last time um, I checked, yeah. Which right. is, uh, I mean, that's that's, that's incredible. It's great, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so happy to see that, and uh, you know, there's a lot more coming, and uh, it's, it was a lot. Of, it's a lot of fun just just making these. I mean, um, it's funny because like these will get stressful, and I'm like, God, I can't imagine making a real movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how they do it, but man, it makes you a little nicer to people in the film industry, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. That's kind of uh, how I feel yeah. when I'm like drawing stuff, and and I look at like comic artists and comic creators. I'm just like, man. The stress level is insane for these guys. Uh, we got Jason E saying, what's up? What's up, Jay? What up? What up? What up? Hopefully you're doing well. See, they're only saying hi to me because I'm the important one. Huh? Um, <laughs> wow. Stuff important much. Yeah. You know, that's just yeah. me. You know, if you know me, I'm, I'm just so vain. You know, that's me. Well, uh, I probably think the song's about me. Um, if anyone knows that <laughs> reference. Yeah. Uh, Caleb watches movies says, love Project Justice League. Thank you so much for that. What's up, uh, Caleb? We've gotten pretty much nothing but positive responses to that, which is really cool to see. I mean, honestly, my notifications for YouTube have been blowing up with comments on it. Just all of them the same, basically mm-hmm. saying, great job. Wow, this is incredible, Phen- uh, phenomenal, amazing. Yeah, Love you guys no, did a this. lot of positivity surrounding this and really no negativity, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, just I couldn't ask hey. for a better reception than, than what we've got so far. And, um, you know, I said all but Dawson. So that means you don't respond, Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Thanks, He's Padre. the only one who responded. Hey. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Padre? And and guys, if you haven't done so yet, uh, check out. Uh, oh, sorry, I was gonna, I was going to shout him out real quick. Uh, check out Caleb watches movies. He just yes. did. An, uh, uh, he actually just did a video on Project Justice League as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a cool channel. Got a lot of reviews on there. Uh, so definitely check out check him out and subscribe to his channel as well. Absolutely. A few yes. reviews, video video reviews I've seen Project Justice League so far. I know Chris Wong, Swenson did one. Wong. Dave Pena yeah. did one. Yep. There's a few of them going around. So yeah, no, really uh, good job, guys. That's only sharing uh, the video more and uh, spreading positivity and also just spreading awareness and getting more people to donate to AFSP, which is phenomenal, you know? Correct. Mm Yeah. Uh, Joey, Ryan's not here, so you don't you don't have to, you know, talk about his mom like that. Um, (laughs) 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 Says I made a couple movies with your mom. That's that's interesting. Uh, Anyway, love you too, Dad. Appreciate it. Uh, Edmund Norton saying hello to everyone. What's up? We got Dennis Mendina. What is up? Jose Hernandez. Saying Project Justice League was amazing, much appreciated. Uh, Dark Star saying, "Sub Dawson, everyone, congrats on Project Justice League." Yes, thank, thank you, you Dark Star. Thank you so so very much. So, 
with that, let's get into some of the first bit of news for the week. Now, we've probably talked about Ezra Miller and the Flash film the past mm -hmm. several episodes because there's always something in the news. Yeah. Um, but there was something else with Ezra Miller this past week, but it's <sighs> it's more of a twist on the story. So there are now reports coming out about the reason why potentially Ezra Miller got into the trouble that he did or initiated the thing that he did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and basically, the, from what I understand, is basically saying like, oh, he was fighting against somebody who was being anti-Semite or promoting anti-Semitism, something like that. To that extent, I believe would be the perfect Yeah, anti-Semitic. Um, which is interesting. I mean, it's still like assaulting someone is assaulting someone, right? Or harassing someone yeah. is harassing someone. So obviously, like, that's not a good thing. But I'm curious if this, like, helps him at all, people knowing this. Honestly, for me, it doesn't really make too much of a difference. Like, either way, like, you still got yourself in some trouble. But I don't know. What do you guys think about this new development with Ezra? You want to start? Anyone. I mean, we're all going, man. I don't know. I didn't see, I didn't see any. I didn't see that, what you're talking about right now. Yeah, you, I've the, only the new... seen the headlines. I'm with Anthony. Yeah. I haven't really well, had the time have to really a, research uh, it. Do you have the footage uh, queued up? If not, I'll get it. Yeah, that's your job. That's my job, yeah. <laughs> I meant to bring job. it up, but I was I was too busy like reading the Yo, comments. Dennis, what is therapy, time. man? He needs therapy? Bro. Therapy. Therapy. <laughs> I, I did see therapy. also that the Flash film updates page posted about him talking about how there's also rumors of him being replaced by Dylan O'Brien in the DC. Yeah, 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 right, which has been that. debunked since. Yes. Yeah, um, I mean, that's just a cheap grab at, at getting attention for any kind right. of article. And I'm sure one per person probably just reported that as of like it was fact, and then everyone just kind of ran with it. So here, this is right. from TMZ, and this is some video footage with sound, obviously, of the uh, Ezra Miller. <laughs> this caption, uh, I film assaults for NFTs. What the, I know. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> What, what, what is, is this? No that's, shame. No that's shame a legitimate taken. headline. My God. Yeah, no shame taken. In, For in TMZ, no less. What? Okay, what? listen. Here we go. It's, it's frozen. Okay, there it is. Yeah, it came back. Okay, so well, he's just it's just him disagreeing yeah. with the cop about what happened and like it's this doesn't add a whole lot of context to it. Yeah. Mm. But it's just like I don't know. I don't know if it's good or refreshing. I mean, or he seems relatively calm and not the insane lunatic people are yeah. trying to label yeah. him as on Twitter. That's for yeah, sure. that's fair. I'd say it's fair. You could have both sides of the conversation saying like always oh, calm and collected, or someone mm -hmm. saying like always oh, trying to manipulate him. You could have both sides of the conversation. I'm sure that's been debated on many different shows. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Okay. It's repeating itself. It looks like. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's some of it right there. I mean, it it, it doesn't exactly look like it's it, it's just gonna be you know him like like Phil was saying, you know, he doesn't look like he's running around like like a crazy person. Right. Yeah. But I mean, uh, th there's another clip I saw out there where you know he's you know trying to use his right to to not be searched and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. um, I mean, to be honest, I mean, w you know, if you watch enough cop videos, 
like I have sometimes. Um, what? There's a show called Cops. So why are you cutting? I was watching Cops. <laughs> no, well, watching uh, Cops. Like, uh, people do it all the time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not like it's a it's a weird thing. Everyone, I've seen so many videos where people try to use you know claim a certain uh, amendment and all that stuff. So I mean, mm -hmm. you know, he did what he did, but look at the end of the day, uh, as long as you know he gets the help that he needs, I think that you know everything will be fine, or mm -hmm. for the most part, uh, you know. And even in here, I mean, he doesn't look like he's out of control at all. So I, I, no. I just, I, you know, I, and I think that, you know, uh, you know, shout out to the Flash Film News for posting this. And, and I think that, you know, they're kind of showing like, hey, look, you know, uh, this is yet another look at the situation that we've all been kind of reading and hearing about. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So you can kind of make uh, a decision on your own based on, on the video that you're seeing here. And I know that uh, the Flash Film uh, page also posts that, there was no necessarily necessarily talks of replacing him and that he was in good conversations with Warner Brothers in the moment. Yeah. Um, now, again, take that with a grain of salt because we don't necessarily know how accurate or how reliable the Flash film page is. We just don't know. Mm -hmm. But if that is to be believed, then, then that's at least good that he's in conversation and that he is indeed getting help, which is a good sign for sure for fans of his Flash or just people who want someone to, you know, be okay in general, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. anyone else have anything to add for that? No, I think I pretty much said it all. I mean, the, the video. Yeah. I mean, if if this is what uh, the news we were talking about, I mean, it's it's kind of um, uh, damn. What's the word I'm looking for? Is it's, it's, it's just kind of just a video. You know what I'm saying? It's just you know, it was anticlimactic is the word I'm looking for. It's it just yeah. you know, it just showed him he's in cuffs. The cops are saying he, this. He's telling them, no, nah, this is how it went. They're like, no, nah, this is how it went. And it's just back and forth. And so. Yeah. At least, yo. Know, at, at least when you didn't, when you turned the video on, it wasn't fucking Ezra. Ah! Right, yeah, exactly. It, it, it was kind of like one of those lame episodes of Dog the Bounty Hunter, where like nothing crazy <laughs> yeah. happens. Yes, yeah, exactly. And that's, <laughs> exactly, that's yeah, the yeah. way people have been, you know, describing him. It, it's uh, it's a good thing that when the video turned on, it wasn't him fucking losing his mind. So, uh, right. yeah, no, it's it's whatever. I mean, that's pretty much you know. And, and like you said, going forward, it's it's he's he's pretty. It's, it looks as though he smoothed some things out, and so it's yeah, he's yeah. he's still on board. So that's yeah. that'll fine. I think the I think the people who are just so quick to just jump on the cancellation train, I got a couple words for you. Chill the fuck out. Like with anything, yeah. like like let more information up. come out before you. It's it's the problem with our what up, our day and age in social media. Hey, Joe, which first, yeah, first off, hi Scott Fowler, well, Scott great Fowler, job, what's phenomenal up? job on Project Justice League. Man, you did <laughs> yeah. great work. Uh, our Riddler for sure, um, but <laughs> it's a problem that our our society has with social media in general is that as soon as something comes out, as soon as a sliver of information, everybody mm -hmm. feels like they have to have a firm stance on it right away. Very few people actually take the time to sit back and think, okay, let's wait for more information to see what actually is happening here, and then we'll judge after the information has come out. But a lot of people will be like, oh no, I'm on this side, I'm on this side. It's like, no, like Phil said, chill the hell out. And wait yeah. to see if there's more info that maybe doesn't make you look like a total douchebag by the time it comes out. <laughs> yeah, for real. Here's one more video that I am going to share with you guys. Let me stop this music real quick. Is he like, and... <laughs> So this is, uh, looks like this is him. Well, let's, let's take a look. This is like a two minute, two and a half minutes. So let's mm -hmm. listen in and see what. This has got to be a parody. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, I was playing darts. Okay. And anyway, uh, we're, we're my girl. Okay. Can you guys hear that? Yeah, Phil um, sounds drunk. Right up to me. Oh, he's hella drunk. He started shouting. No, no, no. Okay. I, I know who spit on me. Okay, so he spit in your face. Dude. And I was yeah. like, oh, what's up, cuz? Yeah. Like, what's up? Yeah. And then I. Example. Jumped in and he called me back. 
What is this? This is the guy who's accusing him. Oh, interesting. No warrants. That's good. Yeah, similar thing. Just calm. Or yep. at least it looks calm. Mm -hmm. He actually just said, uh, "I I just got assaulted. You want? I need to show you the video." And the cop was just like, "Get outside." Yeah, so the guy sounds very drunk. I don't know. I think that's Ezra jumping around screaming. It, Show me. That is. It is. Yeah. Uh, is Ezra saying that? Yeah, jumping yes. around so much. Because see their oh. now they're surrounding him, so he feels like he has to kind of defend himself. And then he yeah. apologizes for doing that, too. Yeah. And this is the video we just witnessed on mm -hmm. TMZ's website. Okay. More context. So that's, How about that? So that's the additional context for that. And then yeah. I think there's one more. Hold on. Let me see. We'll go to here. Well, this is when they start uh, searching him for. something I am unguilty of. I claim my Fourth Amendment rights to not be searched and seized on no probable cause, which you will not be able to offer in a court of law. Yeah, he was really the flash. He just would have took off. <laughs> well, no crap. I mean, well, the general knowledge he's learned. And <laughs> I ain't gonna say. But I mean, to me, this puts things more into context in the sense that, like, kind of when Anthony was touching on, like, mm. He's he was not belligerent. He was not out of control. He was not. I mean, yeah, he, he was he was running from the cops saying, you know, I want your badge number. But like, I'm telling you, if you watch enough of, of these videos, that's very, very common. Like if you watch, there's a channel out there called Audit the Audit, where he audits uh, videos from uh, action body cams by cops. And that, that's there's so many people in this kind of, in, in, in the world that do the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. So there we go. That's I mean. Wild. Yeah. Again, like you guys said, it just makes it look like it's less of a crazy person thing and more just of a yeah unfortunate situation with the cops. And again, there's still a lot more information to be released, I'm sure, but mm -hmm. that at least makes it less like he's you know just losing his mind, like a lot of people are thinking. So there is that. So that's the first thing out of the way. I mean, again, yeah. not much more else we can really say on it. But yeah. I mean, but like to me, it, it, it's better to see these videos, mm. and you know. Mm -hmm. Because it's like everyone's just sitting there saying, oh, my God, he's out of control. Oh, my God, you know, uh, he needs to get help. He needs this. He needs that. And I'm sure that he does. And I'm not, I'm not claiming that he doesn't. Yeah. But it, it's nice. I should say it's nice. It, it, it's beneficial to see these videos to put everything more into context on what really happened during that altercation. Mm -hmm. Because you, as you can see, to me, this has just been blown way out of proportion. And, yeah. uh, and I mean, honestly... I think well, a couple weeks ago, uh, you know, a lot of us even heard that this situation has been really blown out of proportion, mm. um, yeah. which is probably why you haven't seen WB make a statement, which is probably why there's been it's been debunked that they're going to replace him with a different actor. Right. I think that it's, it's being blown out of proportion. That in yeah, reality, when they assessed it, they're like, oh, this is not, this is not even that, that big of a deal. It's just the media is running around with it. But you mentioned Warner was not making a statement. That actually reminds me of a video I came across yesterday. It was somebody who was uh, talking about the Ezra Miller situation, and they referenced a couple different actors who had been involved with Warner Brothers in DC mm -hmm. who had been fired from their jobs due to like small things that they did. And they're like, well, look at Ezra Miller, all the stuff that he's gone through, and yet he's still there. What is Warner Brothers doing? And so it's kind of like you said, it, it shows that um, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily what it seems. Again, that's basically like everything out there. It, nothing is as it first appears, ever, hardly ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's oh, it's there's n hardly ever a black or white answer. There's always somewhere in the gray 
that is actually the truth. So, again, the Indeed. more information that comes out is like, it just shows it's not yeah. that ridiculous situation that people make it out to be. So, there we go. There is that. Um, still then, staying then, on. Oh, go ahead. Well, and then uh, the last thing too I wanted to say is that uh, here is the uh, the actual police report mm-hmm. from uh, I think it's Hilo uh, from Hilo over in uh, in, Ho- in Hawaii. Hawaii. It says Hawaii. shortly after midnight Hawaii. on March twenty eighth, twenty twenty two, uh, a twenty nine year old man visiting from Vermont was arrested and charged for disorderly conduct and harassment uh, after an incident at a bar on Sunday, March twenty seventh, eleven thirty p.m. Wait, is that that two different things? I don't get that. Uh, South Hilo Patrol officers responded to a report of disorderly conduct. Uh, patron or disorderly patron. What do you mean? Is, is it two different things? What are you talking about? It's just a couple hours, like an hour later, because it's 12 30 p.m. At, um, on on Sunday. So they mm-hmm. The next one's at midnight on Monday. So it's just like right. an hour or a half an hour of difference. So. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, yeah. It's a half an hour difference. Yeah, you're right. See, that's how time works, Andre. It you know, is. Midnight well, is the thing. I, well, I mean, Ezra that changes the days. I, 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 I mean, Ezra moves through time. He, he is the Flash. So uh, oh it says here during the course of the investigation, police determined that the man, later identified as Ezra Miller, became agitated while patrons at the bar began singing karaoke. Still, that's very that's a very general statement. Doesn't give you mm. much information on what they were singing or what they were saying. Miller mm. began yelling obscenities and at one point grabbed the microphone from a 23 year old woman seeing karaoke disorderly conduct uh, offense and uh, later lunged at a 32 year old man playing darts and we we kind of heard that 32 year old man talking as well and he sounded like he like he was drunk as well right. um the bar owner asked Miller to calm down <laughs> well, i mean it's a bar several so times uh to no avail i mean this just sounds like people had a disagreement didn't like what one was doing and that's really it it sounds like a a bar incident just gone slightly awry exactly it actually yeah. sounds like a bar incident that would happen at really almost any bar in the country, but the fact that it's Ezra Miller attached to it now, it's it's gotten headlines. Now it it's... sounds like Ryan on a night where he doesn't have the kids in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. Also, uh, t- time jump for him too. It, 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 no pun intended, but uh, <laughs> uh, if that happened at um, what does it say? Is 11:30 p.m. midnight or whatever? When the police in, are called. In, yeah, and. Um, that's that's just it's that's for him that's probably like uh what do you say vermont so for him that would be like four in the morning or some shit so it's yeah. like there's a little time difference there too as far um, as because hawaii is is uh six hours behind me right and three hours behind me so yes yeah. okay yeah so you you're there's also so i mean you know i don't know if that makes any difference if you add in there how long he'd been up i don't know he flew from Vermont, probably straight out there, maybe didn't get no sleep, and, you know, maybe was drinking. Yeah, I guess probably some people would try to make the argument, like, oh, it's midnight, what's he doing at a bar and all that stuff? It's like, well, yeah. again, like you said, different times, and so it makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a valid part um, of the argument, for sure. Yeah. Well, and then also, too, you know, I want to ask you guys, I mean, do you think that based on what you see here, I mean, does this warrant him being replaced as the Flash? No. No. I, I don't really think so. I mean, I understand maybe they're the thought crossing their mind to even yeah. like maybe consider it, but to actually pull the plug. No, not necessarily. Mm-mm. No. And then uh, Dawson, would you mind putting a poll in the chat? Let's ask the, the audience. Do you guys think that Ezra Miller should get replaced as the flash? I'm going to say no, because I don't, really don't know what to the... do again. I will have you booted. 
Well, I mean, I can't do it from my end. So, but no, I, I, I don't think that he should be replaced. I, I, I think that this is a uh, situation that that he, that he can handle on his own. Yeah. Um, if there are more issues that are, that are going on with him, then, then yes, I, I hope that he seeks the help that he needs. But based on what we see here in this video footage, mm-hmm. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't. Uh, I, I think it's I been blown way out of proportion. Yeah, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I think another thing that kind of moves into another topic that we don't necessarily have lined up, but I know we've all seen stuff about this that's mm-hmm. kind of being blown over, out of proportion a little bit is recent footage of the new DC game Gotham Knights. We've all yeah. seen some parts <laughs> of that that have come out. Um, and so there's a couple things we were talking about. If people, For all those out there who've seen it, uh, Gotham Knights is a game surrounding the Bat family minus Batman, Red Hood, Batgirl, Nightwing, Robin, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, there's been footage that came out this week showing what Jason Todd looks like outside the Red Hood suit. Y'all are about to hear Dawson go on a fucking rant. It's going to be great. No, 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 no. Somewhat. No. Before, before him, you're going to hear me. <laughs> yeah, real yeah. quick, real brief. Real Let me go make some brief. popcorn. I want to yeah, go make some popcorn. Uh, <laughs> I know, brief. right? Um, so if you... If uh, I should pull a picture of Red Hood real for us. I, I will try and do it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, find him because he looks ridiculous. Now, how about uh, that? Out of the see. costume looks ridiculous. All right? Mm-hmm. Let me just go ahead and get that out of the way. Uh, here's, here's the thing. And anybody out there who has your PS5 tanks, because you got one, get the fuck out of here. And get two fucks. <laughs> because I've seen all the arguments in the past couple days. The shit came out yesterday. Yesterday and today, I've seen all. Well, I was able to find myself one. Well, lucky fucking you. The fact that they canceled the PS4 and Xbox One versions of this game, get the fuck really? out of here. Yeah, yeah. like so, like we talked about last night, because the Xbox is, well... Is very available, but the PS5 is not. No, it is not because of the chip. There's a chip that goes in the PS5 that is behind schedule on production. So yep. therefore, the console is not available readily. Now, if you, I can go to my Walmart locally, 10 minutes down the road, mad Xboxes in there. Mad yeah. Xboxes. They got plenty of the Xbox Series X or whatever the fuck you call it. I've been a PlayStation dude for 25 years, ever since mm-hmm. the original came out, and I'm still a Sony guy. So, like, I was looking forward to this game like no other, bro. Then and then not, this happened. They come out this, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. The graphics, I, yo. That was these, great. No, it, but... it looks good, but why does Red Hood look like fucking dude from, uh, from, um, God damn it, what's the dude's name who played, uh, Hawk and, uh, <laughs> and, and, oh, and, and Jack and Reacher? And Titans. Yes, he looks like Jack. Why does he look like Jack Reacher? All right, I don't so, know. He's why is he so much bigger than everybody else too? He's oh, like, he is super huge, which is ridiculous. Anyway, he's like Batman um, sized. Yeah, Jesse Allen. Jesse Allen's right. Hardly anybody has a PS5 yet. And right. what, what I saw from people yesterday was, well, it ain't my fault you ain't got one, dude. Suck a dick. Get the fuck out of here. This and the problem with that talk. is like this it's is bad talk. business. It's bad it, business because it, it like, go ahead. No, well, I'm gonna feed off and I'll let you finish it. I thought because of the rarity of the PS5, that you would rarely see games that are that big of an IP that would solely be on a PS5 because you can't get them. So right. why would you just release it on the PS5? But they did that, and then they obviously, like, like I just said, the Xbox, it's, you could get one, just go to Walmart, they're there. The PS5 though, not so much. So when I saw that they decided, you know what, we're just gonna cancel the PS4, and Xbox One versions, we'll just go next gen. Mm-hmm. Go and ahead and the, kill you. Go ahead and kill your pot of money right now. Because exactly. 
The yeah. game comes out the end of this year. I can guarantee you, very few people will be able to get a PS5 for Christmas in December of this year, let alone in time to play that fucking game. So yeah, it's, it's an interesting money. take to the story in the, in the sense that Batman isn't going to be is not. A, he's got his offer ready. Yeah, he ain't got it. But the problem, but I mean, problem like, I have Batman's again, it's a, not in it. It's a Batman family, which I well, think that's, I mean, that's cool and all, but it's like. It's right. fine, but, but, but like the premise of the game was fire. You were going to be able to get online and play with your friends and play against the everybody pick a character. Yes, and it would have been fun and, and, and just an experience. Just think about us four playing mm -hmm. it. You know, yeah. just playing that game online. Now that's an impossibility if you don't have a PS5. It's a yeah. problem because like it, it doesn't make any yeah. sense because back every time they've transitioned uh, generations of consoles, right? They've made sure they've gotten to the point, or at least from what I understand, they've gotten to a point where both consoles, both old and new generation, are widely accessible, yes. right? So we can easily transition to the next one and get the next games. But then in this case, they're like you said, Anthony, they're literally shooting themselves in the foot business-wise and money-wise. The less consoles you have available out there for people to get, the less games you're going to sell for that console for that game. Therefore, yeah. less money. It's ridiculous. It's like, again, like you said, there's the rarity of the chip. I understand why the PlayStation is or PlayStation 5 is in short supply. I get yes. it. Yeah, but if people that have PS4s, why not just release it for that? Sell more games. It it in honestly fact, just doesn't make any sense. In fact, you don't even you know what? If you want to go this far, don't even release it physically for the PS4, but make it downloadable for the PS4. Yes, that would work too. Yeah. Like I would be very pleased with that. Yeah, but I mean, I only bought the digital copy of Star Wars, uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Yes, I, I, I too have the digital. What I'm saying is, if they would have at least done that. And, and cancel the physical copy, I would have been okay, I understand. But this 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 move makes zero sense to me. And once it comes down to like numbers, when this game releases at the end of this year and they see the sales fall off from it, because look, the Xbox copies are gonna sell because there's mm. rental. If, if somebody has an Xbox One and they're like, I really wanna play this game, you can go to Walmart right now, Best Buy, wherever, and buy yourself mm. a new Xbox, next gen. Right. Series X or S or whatever it's called. PS5? No. You know, I right. can understand this move if they went ahead and released it on PS4, but then at by the time this this same time next year canceled mm -hmm. the PS4 version, I could understand because there's probably more PS5 in circulation and things of that nature. But y'all literally just cut yourselves off at the neck just now. You yeah. just literally said uh basically when you're talking about Sony players, I would say that the the, the market with both consoles is probably somewhere around 70-30. 30% of people have themselves a PS5. 70% mm. of people are still on PS4s, either can't afford it, can't find one, whatever. Mm. I would say that that's probably a, a legit split, especially like last time I went to GameStop and talked with the dude about like that, because I was I was trying to find a controller one day and I went in there and talked to him. He's like, yeah, it's, it's just, he pretty much said that's the split. Mm. So you're just talking about cutting yourselves off right there at the fucking, right, right, right at the neck. Let's cut ourselves off and we'll sell uh, this Not many copies. That. They Go do ahead. it. Let's see. It's May, June, July, August, September, October. Five months before the fucking game releases. It's like, yes. what are you doing? Yeah. Yes. Are you fucking you kidding me right now? Me, you can't tell me that they hadn't already prepped for a PS4 version of it. So you no, just I, they had to. There's no fucking way that that, that early on they were like, hey, and when this comes out, straight next gen, nothing else. I, I highly doubt that. What's crazy about that is as dumb of a business decision that is, that's not the news that about Gotham Knights that got me the most. Irked. Oh, here we go. This is what I mean. Yeah, popcorn. this is why you got popcorn, Phil. This is why I got popcorn. Okay, so let's hear it. Game footage came out of this yes. game. Mm -hmm. And again, graphics visually look good, 
right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, with most games nowadays, you're going to have pretty high-end graphics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I am a massive fan of the Arkham games. Play them all, all the time. All, all four of them, including Arkham Origins, because that one gets left out a lot. All four of them. I played them all the time. I love that game, but okay. Um, so, and also, Arkham Origins. Oh, yeah, Arkham Origins. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, but anyway. It's a good game. I, I liked it. So, I, was, I, I found it to be very very buggy and very glitchy at times. As good as the other Arkham games? I used to get stuck in Not the quite as good, but it's still no, very no, fun. It's, it's yeah, not yeah, quite it's as good. But it wasn't made by Rocksteady. It was made by WB Games. Right. Montreal. But the yeah. thing is, the, the, my point is that they created a great Gotham and Batman uh, aesthetic and, and feel to where you could be a mortal person but fighting uh, crime with gadgets and stuff like that. That's bat what Batman is. I'm, I'm, obviously, all of us are big Batman fans, big mm -hmm. DC fans. So we all understand the abilities that the Bat family have. <laughs> Which are very limited if you actually look at the scope of DC powers, right? So what really got me upset, not, not upset, I'm not like so butthurt about it, it just annoys me. What? That in, in the game footage, it shows Red Hood using this thing called a Phantom Leap. Where basically he can jump <laughs> and land on the air and keep jumping from rooftop to rooftop. Like it's some kind of mystical power. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to blow myself here, up here, okay? Jason Todd has no powers. Okay? He uses true, guns. True that. He uses grappling guns. He uses gadgets. He, he's a more brutal Batman. That's pretty much what he is. What's it called? So, it's like a phantom leap. Like that. Phantom oh, leap. Hey, like, jumping up. It's, it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's like, I'm trying to think of a game that's like, and I can't even think of it. It's just such a dumb move. But what makes Red Hood and the entire Bat family so compelling is the fact that they are mortal human beings fighting against crime every night using gadgets from Wayne and the Bat family created by Lucius Fox or whatever, whatever continuation you want to look at. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. And you can relate to them that way. They all have their own struggles. <clears throat> and so when you give one of them superpowers, like be able to just jump wherever they want, that totally takes away the whole feel of the Bat family, especially yeah. Red Hood. Like, why not just give him a grappling gun like Batman does? What? Like, here's what I think happened. I think they thought, oh, we can't make them all traverse Gotham the same way. We gotta make it a little bit different. So it's not boring. No, I'd have been totally fine if Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, and Red Hood all traverse Gotham the same exact way. I would not care. Slight variation in vehicles, sure. But other than that, don't care. Fighting styles, make that different. Traversing the, the city, doesn't matter. Yeah. Not they the, all have the same the gear. It's ridiculous, and it really irked me quite a bit seeing that. Cause yeah, and, yeah. Also, um, uh, yeah, you, you're right. And all everything you just said is correct. And that's um, yeah. So and Nightwing has a Fortnite kite. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Super Mario movie I, boots. Uh, I think um, I don't know as far as what the stuff that you're talking gameplay wise, Dawson. I. Both both sides. I don't know what came. What? Why did they decide to use these? There you go. There it is, right there. There it is. There it is. That's Do you have not one it, of the actually. Phantom Leap with Red Hood? Do you have the Phantom Leap with Red Hood? Because that. That's uh, I don't know. Right. This is just a gameplay, but like, why does he have a fucking glider? Like that, I'm, I'm a little more okay with because that's like that's uh, gear, that's technology. That I know. Like, here it comes. That thing's dope. Yeah. I mean, it looks. Cool, I like it's this. Like, it's like you tell me that it's thing's better than the Leap. Around. It's better than the leap. Yes, I would say it's better than the leap because he's using actual technology uh, and yes. he's using tangible items, right? Like to tr you know traverse it, the city. In the Arkham games, Batman literally flew across the city after grappling through it, right? 
and they had to find a way around that. Right, he soared. They had to find a way around that for each individual character. Obviously, I've seen I've seen the footage of Batgirl. Batgirl basically is Batman. Like she flies around right. the same fucking way, yeah. pulls her cape out the whole nine. Nightwing, he's got a cool little glider. I, I yeah. dig it. I'm not a Fortnite yeah. guy, but I, I dig this concept. Yeah. When I saw the Red Hood leap, I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, what? That one's he like got, out of yeah, left it, field. It, 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 it's was there super a, out of left field. Mario Brothers mushroom that he, that he ate up that I didn't see. No, 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 I mean that That's looks ridiculous. fire right there. The graphics, yes, Goth looks great. Oh, yeah, they'll get right. it. looks great. But then As, seriously, yeah. you gotta find the there's, part where Red Hood Phil's is. Phil's cameo. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta He's find that part. I know. I mean <laughs> guys. I mean, no, as someone, as, as one of the few people with a PS5, I can actually, I, I can sympathize. I oh yeah, I forgot stupid, Phil has a PS5. Jerry. I think it's a stupid you fucking bastard. decision to, to cut it this close to release. I think it's a really yeah. stupid fucking decision on, and, the, on and, WB Watch Girls' part. Also for, for like, cause look, uh, uh, Joey has a PS5 as well. And, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we were talking about playing and I only have a PS4 and like, I'm sure, I'm sure. What it, <laughs> hey, but that's what I thought about though. When he had the glider, I was like, dude, if he was riding that, Spider-Man. Wait a minute. What are we doing? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Let me get Stan Raimi on the phone. You know what I mean? Like, Willem Dafoe, oh, where are you? Norman's on sabbatical, honey. He yeah. said spider <laughs> He said he was fucking Norman. Okay, here we go. Okay, here, here it is. This. What the fuck? <laughs> what is that? Where's what it coming is from? That? There's no way he learned this from Rachel Ghoul. There's no, <laughs> no way. Okay. way he learned this from Rachel Ghoul. I do. Cool. I, look, I saw this yesterday once. I will say, without anybody telling me what's going on, I'm sure it's some type of sonar technology oh, where yeah, he can bounce off his old sound waves. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you that's what it is. So, I don't know. So, that's but Why is he so time, fucking big? He looks like he, Master Chief. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Damn, dude. I ain't even been able to watch that. I heard Master Chief fire today, too. I need to watch that shit. Oh, um, I, I need to catch up. I'm like three episodes behind now. Uh, like, no, everything's think, fine to me, except for that leap. That leap is just dumb. Yeah, that's weird. Um, also, like they well, have to have some really good Red writing. Hood look bad. He, Red Hood doesn't look bad when he has on the suit, but when he's out of it, I'm like, bro, this he you do yeah. like Jack. Like Reed. go play in the NFL, man. Yeah, he's Rob Gronkowski. That's who he is. He's Rob yes, Gronkowski. Yeah, he's huge, dude. I'm like, holy, he's, he's as big he, as he that guy is. No reason to be that fucking huge. Yes, he looks as big as that dude. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's like <laughs> holy shit. Um, but on top of he that, I mean, leveled that guy. <laughs> Uh, to me, it, it does kind of suck that this is not a continuation from uh, Arkham Knight. Because in mm -hmm. Arkham Knight, you know, you know, spoiler alert, but in, in Arkham Knight, you know, Batman essentially died. You know what I mean? Like uh, Bruce he Wayne. Outs he outs himself. He outs himself. And, he, yeah. and, then, and then the house blows up or the mansion. Right. And uh, you, you assume that he's dead. So when they said Bruce, you know, Batman is dead or whatever, I figured, oh, perfect. This is where it takes place right after that. And now mm -hmm. the Bat family is taking center stage. I mean, this looks a lot like 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 uh, Arkham Knight right here. Yeah, where he's traversing with a motorcycle. Like that's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that, good. All, look, this all of this stuff. The, 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 besides him, huh, Daggett Industries. With, how about that? Yeah. Dag, Dag besides him floating on air and how big he is, it, he's he's still a bit big here. But it's it's not as bothersome <laughs> as when he takes off the. That's suit. like Anthony being Batman. Look, he's like, oh, watch out! Oh. Hold on. Oh, I, I just found I just found footage, extra footage of Red Hood in the game. Believe it or not, I'm walking. There, there it is. There he's it is. walking on air. 
That's exactly <laughs> what he's doing. Now, I want to see more gameplay footage of Batgirl and Robin. Those are the characters yes. I'm a little more curious yeah, to, especially they show Robin. Any of it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just the, yeah, they only show Nightwing and, uh, and Red Hood, I believe. Of Batgirl and yeah, Robin. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. But I mean, the game looks cool and all, but uh, to me yeah. so far, based on everything that I've seen, I think I would rather play uh, the Suicide Squad game. Yo, I, and uh, that's, a, that's one of the ones where I was like, wasn't looking forward to it nowhere near as much as this game. Now, mm. since, I mean, what is going, next month, what y'all gonna do, Suicide Squad? You gonna come out and cancel your PS4 version, you fucks? Yeah, yeah what are you, you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, what you gonna do? You son of a bitch. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. So my other what thing with sickness? the Red Hood leaping thing so is like, sickness. I mentioned this in our group chat last night. If the Bat family is facing up against some kind of like extraterrestrial threat and then they like get technology from them, then I can maybe give this whole Red yes. Hood leap thing a pass. But they're nah, fighting I... the Court of Owls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fighting the Court of Owls. Okay. I, well, yo, I guarantee you, man, you're going to see a little scene and it's going to be fucked up too. It's going to be like Lucius Fox who's like, yo, all you have to do it's sink. Scream out, and it will leave. It will leave a level in the air. No, but he air. can't. He because can't do that because because he has to be stealth. It's probably something in his boots where, like, when he jumps, when and that's really dumb. He does something <laughs> where it sends out like an energy wave that he, that he can bounce off. I have of, this you know bat I mean? drone that's gonna fly underneath your feet. And you could jump off. Yeah, of it. like <laughs> like Nightwing. I'm gonna have a glider that's gonna literally follow you wherever the fuck you go. And the moment you jump in the air, put your hands up. It's gonna be right there in your hands. Nah, I was like. It's, oh. Real, like, real, real, real quick news for Andre. What the the 49ers have the fifth hardest schedule in the NFL next season. Oh, it makes sense. Oh, I mean, we got the AFC title game. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, the, <laughs> AF, the AFC title game. Wow, the know NFC. your football. No, I said wow. until we got to the NFC title game. Wow, but wow. Uh, fake I, fan. Like, like, like the, uh, right the glider. I mean, it, it looks cool, but I, I just think again, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't really want my dude to fly hanging there on a glider like. Hello, everybody. Yeah, you're just like, dude. Okay, first of all, that's that's I don't know. It's just kind of. I got I got what it gave it because you know, um, besides him for Batgirl and Batman and any of the other games to be able to traverse the map, they can throw up the um one of the trophies for Night was going to be glider. Glide. I hardly know her. <laughs> okay, relax. That that reminds me of my little but, brother. My little brother does it to everything now. Like every if you say something like, "Oh, I'm going to go like, uh, what what is the word? It's like." I'm gonna go like grab from the store. Grab her. I barely know her. <laughs> but like, no, it, it, like, but I agree with what Phil said. In order to make him like traverse through the city, they were like, well, "What do we do?" Because he doesn't have a cape. He doesn't have, you know, like, uh, he's not like uh, what do you call it, um, Batman Beyond, where he has, you know, like flaps that come out. But speaking of Batman Beyond, my alternative to this was why not just give him fucking rocket boots? Yeah, yeah rocket boots or just or, a freaking grappling gun. Yeah, a, a, gra yeah. a grappling gun or like if he gets enough speed. You know, like something comes out of his back. Like I, I wouldn't be. I, I would actually like it if the glider, like, came out of his back a little bit. You know, I mean, that was already attached to him. Like he would just soar from it. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I mean, I, I know yeah, they're because, probably yeah, trying to not tread on other characters. Like, okay, that seems kind of like that character and that character. We can't do that. And mm -hmm. let's just have a glider. Because it around. seems kind of weird for him to you, as he's standing there. It's just it looks cool, a cool ass Nightwing. Like the suit and everything, you know, you have his fucking stick, you know, his extra sticks and everything. But then all of a sudden, when he jumps off a rooftop, something just out of nowhere. Yeah, you're just like, oh, he's okay. Like, um, how long was that there for? You know, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's just weird. But I and I got it because Batgirl and like I was saying, Batman can both traverse the map the way they do. Jump off a rooftop, throw that shit out there, and they can just 
Mm. Soar. So I Soar. guess when it comes to Nightwing or um, uh, Red Hood, you know what I'm saying, or Robin in that case, which I don't know how Robin traverses around. I know they. Just I, I right hope it's just now. a grappling gun. It better just yeah. be a grappling gun. Yeah. yeah. Um, a, 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 was good, homie. A, a, a real quick, uh, real quick, real quick. Uh, I don't want to cut off the topic, but I, I just want to bring this up real quick. We got breaking news. It's back. The, the Mexican pizza is back at Taco Bell. So, guys, what? if you haven't done so yet, go to Taco no. Bell. Get yourself a Mexican man. Let me pizza. See what, let me see the textures, bro. You see, put play, <laughs> man. Dude. Hey, boy, hey Mexican nice. pizza is inspired. It's bad. We got, do they got a new container? It's a new, is it a new? I don't know. But they brought that back. <laughs> yeah, these all invested in this. Like, oh, they used to have a shitty. I love Taco Bell, but, but honestly, you brought back the Mexican pizza, which I applaud you for. I, I gotta have a double decker taco. That's my favorite hey. item, and they took it away. I couldn't believe it, dude. It'll, it'll be back it. as soon as the Andres Mexican World pizza is crushed. Right? As soon as the yo, as soon as the next cycle goes, Mexican pizza, Taco Bell fries, and then Taco Bell double decker. It then need to go back to Mexican. You know, and we're how. back to food all over again. My God, damn! <laughs> I can't, I, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm an ogre. My wife uh, took my kids to, to <laughs> Yo, one of the classes. I'm going to ask for it right now. I'm going to go, you got to stop talking about the Mexican pizza's back. That's it. No, <laughs> order is, why not just order stomach direct. cramps and pain and heartburn direct? Nah, bro, you have to <laughs> taste the deliciousness first, then experience the, the, the pain. The hell. Yes, afterwards. The man. hell. Yeah, it's yeah. a process, right? You gotta have the good and the bad. <laughs> Joey, or you can save time. It just takes nah, bro. I'm a, I'm, hmm. I Talk about doesn't do that to me. Burger King does that to me. What? Burger King does that to me. That doesn't make any sense. I know. Burger King, Burger King is delicious in my in, as I eat it, as I digest it, and everything is delicious. No, I, Burger King like it tastes <laughs> fine, but then afterwards it just wrecks me. I don't know what oh, it is. Talk about doesn't hey, do Burger it. Burger King's the fucking does. shit. I know it was when I was a kid, but now it just it hurts. Burger King me. is pretty good. I, you know what? You guys are gonna laugh too, but like honestly, one of my favorites is fucking McDonald's, dude. I love double cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Oh, I, I love. They're, they're I good. Love, they're good. I can't do it anymore. So your thing with double decker tacos from Taco Bell. I had a similar experience with McDonald's for years. All I get from McDonald's was the crispy chicken snack wraps, and they got rid mm. of those. Those yeah, bastards. Never good. Never good. Um, like I, I still have not forgiven them for that. Plus, like, my wife hates McDonald's, so, like, I hardly ever go there. And mm -hmm. if I do, it's to get, like, a Sprite and, like, chicken strips or something. My or kids fries. are the ones who are like, McDonald's! Oh, of I, course, because it fucking happened to me on toes of yeah, No, yeah, no, it, no, it, no but, but, but uh, the double, got a double, a double like, cheeseburger. Daddy, who is this? I'm like, it's Scooby-Doo, man. Like, Yo, what? a double cheeseburger from McDonald's is, is, is it's fire. It's fire. Yo, whenever, whenever McDonald's goes and they say, yo, it's Big Mac month, and they have, like, the regular Big Mac, and then they cut the Big Mac in half, and they have like a smaller Big Mac, and then they have like a single Big Mac. Wow. Oh yeah. Hey, we, hey, we actually Big have Mac footage of, uh, of Anthony's uh, expression when he gets a little Big Mac, oh, and here it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I forgot this one year show you didn't have. I thought it was gonna be. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wow. Oh my god. That's Damn me, Charles Jr. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I tell you what, the thing about McDonald's, like when I was a kid, oh, McDonald's toys were actually cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, not when, uh, you might remember Small Soldiers with Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, they had the toys for that. And one of right. them was Major Chip, or not Major, um, Major Chip Hazard. Yeah. The yeah. guy who Tommy Lee Jones voiced. That toy that I got from McDonald's lasted me until I was 13. 
God damn. Like from basically from the time I was born to the time I was 13, I had that toy. Do you still what? have it? I don't have and, it anymore. I got and... lost in a move somewhere, but I had it for years. Bro, because it was those... high quality. They don't make it like that anymore. They're worth money. They're worth, they're worth, they're worth... I know. <laughs> so <laughs> freaking upset. Also, real quick, that movie absolutely incredible fire. Yes. And the yeah. small soldiers was when I first time I saw that I was like. This is incredible. And obviously, they threw you for a loop with all the marketing. It made you think yeah. that the soldiers were the good guys. When in fact, no. It was the fucking... It was the Gorgonites. The, the Gorgonites, actual yes. action figures. The actual action figures for that movie are worth so much right now. Yeah, really? I had Major Chip Hazard and Archer, the actual size ones, as a little kid. And for yeah. some reason, we either gave them away or lost them. And yeah. I look on eBay now, like $500 for Major Chip Hazard. Yeah. Wow. And I'm just like, dude. Yes, dude. That, yo, as, as low-key as that movie is, and, and when you when we talk about those types of films, whether it's like uh, uh, Jingle All the Way or any any kind of movie Holy that like, crap. dealt toys from back in the day, like th th those, it's very, very popular, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's why, um, and I don't know why they haven't re-released the Small Soldiers toys, probably because they're like, yo, we like this money. But well, like they re-released- They were made in America. Look at this, 169 yeah, for this oh, yeah. fucking toy. Yeah, that's that's a cheaper one that I've seen. That's a cheaper one. That's out of the box. Twenty six. I would. I would Twenty two bucks box. out of the box. Yeah. One hundred and fifty for the whole set on top of a pool table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. This is crazy. Like these man. were like made in America action figures that were like yep. legit. Look at yep. this yeah, guy. One fifty for Frankenstein Gorgonites. Dude, oh Frankenstein Gorgonite. Oh my gosh. <laughs> dude. Gorgonites. Cool. Yo, that Shit, movie or, is fire. The movie is Does he not have these? I bet you he does. He's like, oh, I have all of them, actually. Oh, uh, dude, uh, I I want that legit size uh, Mage Chip Hazard and So Archer you had so this bad. one? I had that one as a kid. Whoa, whoa, hold up. Not to rain. Don't don't, don't bring my sorrows lower than they already are. Jose says, Rocksteady said last year that Suicide Squad is PS5 and Xbox. Yo, yeah. destroy my, go ahead and destroy everything that I have left. I, I, yeah, that was announced when the game was announced. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> was it what? Stop! He's already dead. It's, hey, poor Anthony's like this. I love that dude! Papa says! Simonzo! Simonzo! Don't f*** yourself! That's me on fucking Christmas morning when I'm like looking for those games and they're out there. I'm like... Sons of bitches. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's like now I know what I'm gift. not buying or trying to buy. Yeah, that but then you open up the big gift. It's a PlayStation Five. Then you got both, and you're like, Hey, oh. I'm like, yo, hey. everything is. It all worked <laughs> out. Yeah, Anthony goes from being the angry like guy from Inside Out to like yeah. just the chillest guy to ever. joy, severe joy. <laughs> it's like I have no problems anymore. I have no more problems. Uh, but going back to what y'all were talking about, yes, uh, Joey, Small Soldiers was the shit. That shit Dude, was yes. It was yes. great. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I ever get my hands on those figures ever again, it'll be like the crowning jewel of my collection. Release them like, again, you fucker. Seriously? They release everything else? They release all the rest of the toys again. Just like remaster the movie, re-release that, that, and release action figures along with it. Yeah, Hook an entirely new generation to those toys. Let's see. Oh, DreamWorks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dreamworks, you know, imagine, yeah. imagine Toy Soldiers. I mean, I, I wouldn't even say a remake. Just sequel the movie, and then update the voice actors for like this this age. You know what I'm saying? Who, who, yo? I would love to see a follow up where the Gorgonites live where they wanted to go with like that waterfall and everything, and just mm -hmm. kind of have their own little community there. I would love to see that. And then, as they're peaceful, a la a Planet of the Apes movie, they start getting attacked. 
by the, the soldier. Yo, yo, who, who's Like playing? one soldier somehow got left behind and he recruited others and got the chip yo, for like, who, dude. Who, who, who's taking over for Tommy Lee Jones as... That's the question. Who and... is it? Let's or they about. find another Josh Brolin? Boy. Is it jo Josh Brolin taking over the boys? Who's taking over Wouldn't the mind boys? That. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did it pretty well for so, uh, Men in Black. Man, Fucking yeah. <laughs> Franklin Jella did the voice of Archer. I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. That's yeah. pretty good. Fire cast. Huh. Yeah, dude, it was that, that it's, it's so good. It's Man, a, I just want to watch that movie again now. Yeah, yeah. you know what? Yo, anybody out there, if you watch the show, if you've never seen Small Soldiers, it is absolutely incredible. I find it wherever you can. It is fucking fire. And, oh um, shit. Look at this. <laughs> oh, Joey said he found he has a chip hazard and archer figure somewhere in my room. Damn. This is how I feel, Joey. You got, you got, I, I like you as a dude. You're you're a solid send, dude, but send, send them to me, Joey. No, 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 no! You didn't bring them up. I did. Okay, yeah, I you got you got all this other stuff somewhere in my room. Change. His room was like a jungle. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, yeah, he's like, so you're saying you don't have them on a display somewhere? Shame on you. I echo. Yo, yeah, it could be better. He could. It still could be in the package, bro. Give me those. <laughs> Damn, Dawson's about to have an aneurysm. I, I am. Oh my God, I'm sure about dude. to have a stroke. Like, <laughs> about to freaking lose my dang mind. Um, Look at this, you guys. Uh, here we go. Breaking. They have the Steelbook box set of Zack Snyder's Justice League, a price drop at twenty nine ninety nine on Best Buy. Wow. wow. Hey, get yourself one, man. Get, uh, yeah. Nice. Wow. Look at that. Nice. <laughs> Nerkos Notion says, this... Dossie might need to divert those comic funds to get these figures. Is, uh... Yes. Sick. I have my uh, trilogy box set behind me. But that's cool, though. Look at that. That is nice. I like that. I might, I might have to buy it. Damn it. You might have anyway, to. Anyway, no choice. No choice. I have no choice. I, I, I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> Explain to your wife. Why is there an $80,000 charge on my credit card? Dad, <laughs> I'm like a material girl. I bought those like small soldiers girl. figures, homie. Yes. Yeah, I, I, had to, I had to get them. I had to. Um, yes. I, I but no, so, know. I mean, uh, small soldiers. Uh, great movie. Yes. Uh, I, you know, it's funny because as a kid or when it came out, that is, I remember I actually wanted the soldiers to win. <laughs> now, yeah. I was actually because... mad that, that they were the bad guys. I was like, oh, God, those guys look so much cooler, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, but, no, uh... it, and it was, it, that's the way they marketed it, too, because when the movie starts and you start seeing these interactions between, you're like, but but he's the bad guy, though. Mm -hmm. But he's yeah. super calm and collective talking to the kid. He's like, you know, organized. And, uh, yeah. You know, yes. When the Vine Lord movie comes out, we get, yo, Hey, Make sure hey, I get man. some of those packaged. No opening, just pre-packaged, yeah. signed. For sure. For All sure. the figures signed, but then packaged by you and your hey, brother. Hey, so, hey, there we go right there. Exo Squad. Chris? Yes. Exo Squad was a shit. I loved Exo Squad. I used to have the oh, toys. Wow. I'll have them on display every stream for now on. What? Just I know he will. Every, 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 stream of finest, every stream of World's Finest, you'll see him right here. I will never tune into World's Finest ever again. Out of spite. Just out of spite. Kiss my butt, Joey. Um, Kiss my butt, Joey. Gosh. And I will not wipe beforehand. That's the I name of my new punk band. Dino Riders? Bro, y'all are bringing that. Dino Riders. That's Dino shit Riders, right bro. there. So, speaking of fire films, or I guess maybe you think it's fire films, let's yeah. move on to our next thing we want to discuss All today. Right. And that is going over to the other side of the comic industry, Marvel, mm -hmm. with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And of course, as the banner down below says, 
Spoilers ahead for the latest installment into the Stirring MCU. Stirring up the guts. Stirring up the yep. guts. Spoilers. <laughs> Potatoes. Potatoes. Boil and mash them, stick them in a stew. <laughs> I like Sam Raimi. Chips. <laughs> All right. So, yes, yeah, Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness was the most one of the more anticipated, anticipated films of this mm -hmm. year for Marvel. And, of course, was a follow-up to Doctor Strange 1, introduction to more of the multiverse, and is the reason why we did not have an episode of Four Nerds last week. Mm -hmm. um, and I got to see this past weekend. I think you guys all saw it a day before I yes. did. Yeah. Um, but let's give our thoughts on this movie. Spoilers, of course. For me, honestly, I really enjoyed this one. Mm -hmm. I really I, I, thoroughly enjoyed I, 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 Multiverse great. of Madness. Yeah. I thought I it was nice to see Sam Raimi direct something that was more my wheelhouse again. And what's yeah. even greater about that is that you saw so many Sam Raimi-isms in this movie. From his yes. days in Evil Dead yes. to his yep. days with Spider-Man. Right? Mm -hmm. You saw so many different things that he likes to do. And it was just really refreshing. And like a lot of people are saying, it was a divergent from the Marvel formula. Mm -hmm. Which is what really made it refreshing. And again, because spoilers ahead... The cameo that really had me jumping out of my chair mm -hmm. was, again, spoilers, you've been warned several times now, yeah. Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four, played by my man Jimbo, John <laughs> freaking Krasinski. <laughs> he got uh, on screen I and will, I nearly squealed. I will like, say that um, uh, I was, one, I, and I'm guessing since your reaction, uh, I it got spoiled for a lot of people. It didn't get spoiled for me. It didn't me spoil for me. I had no idea. Because when that shit happened, while I was sitting, I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, really sat back. Like, this is cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it was actually... And he looked good in the suit, too, which was yeah. absolutely incredible. Um, you know, so, I, you know, people got that spoiled. I hate that shit for you because, I mean, it probably took away took away from the moment because at that particular moment when he shows up in the movie, like, it's it, all fucking bets are off, bro. It's, like, really thick into the plot and of And again, I had no idea. So my no. surprise was, like, I was like, holy crap, they did it. <laughs> oh yeah, God, they, they did, did it. it. <laughs> yeah. That was phenomenal. And also, of course, you saw Professor X, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Um, you also had Captain Carter, which is pretty cool. Yes. Black Bolt, which mm -hmm. is awesome. Mm -hmm. Played Captain by Marvel Anson Mount like, from okay. the TV show. From the yeah. TV show. That was another cool thing I thought. I was like, wow, they got the same actor from the mm -hmm. TV show. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. And he was in. He was actually in his real suit. Like he had the yeah, mask suit looked on way him. better. Right. Yeah, dude. This, yeah. Was, this suit looked well, really good. His suit did look really good. I never, yeah. I, I never understood why he didn't have the mask on in the show. I was like, why is he dressed like that? I was like, well, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, um, I no, it was awesome. And it then, was absolutely really cool. And then I think I only had small gripes in the movie. My only gripes were, were um, some small things here and there. Like, for instance, they went and got to the book, what is called the book that was the opposite of the Dark Hole, the uh, Book of Ashanti, uh, Book of Ashanti. Mm -hmm. yeah, and they left the door open behind them when he was <laughs> the only person that could unlock it. I'm just like, okay, that's a horror movie mistake. So mm -hmm. I get that. It's, Kind of like a Sam Raimi thing with Evil Dead. Sure, make a dumb mistake like that. All right. Well, we'll see. What, is that they're being chased? Exactly. Like, go, go, and they jump. They're like, "Wow, there it is." Let's take our time. I'm like, dude, I'd have been like, Whoosh, "Close that door." You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Get your watch back so she can't open the door again. See you like, later, you know. That yeah, would have yeah. solved pretty much everything. Um, so I did have a gripe with that. The CGI for this one was probably the best that a Marvel film has had since probably before Eternals. Honestly, I feel like the CGI of Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness yeah, was this good. Yeah, really good. It was, really I mean, it was better than uh, No Way Home CGI. I think it was. Far better. Well, I, I think the problem with CGI, I mean, with CGI, with uh, No Way Home was that the CGI was, I feel like maybe uh, a lot of it was kind of rushed. Yes. And plus, you were doing it during a pandemic. So it's like, you know, they, they filmed it, but then they had to do a lot of the CG work. Mm -hmm. and, and they were I even like, finishing it like weeks into before. Yeah. Released, you know? I, I, 
And not right. to mention, I mean, the, the end battle scene was at night in mm-hmm. uh, No Way Home, and that makes it a lot easier to, to kind of, you know, you know, hide. hide, hide kind of like even though something's still definitely more easily to see. Like, yes, Prince, yes. the shot of all three of them running off the scaffolding and jumping off, that looked very CG. Right. And I was like, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. But other mm. than that, the CGI was great. The music was mm. pretty good. It was better than Danny Elfman's done in a while. Um, which, see, I mean, for me, he did copy some shit, though. He did. He definitely did. <laughs> for sure. Definitely did. He totally <laughs> no re- reused a lot of shit. But the one time he reused something was when he introduced Professor X with the X-Men theme. That, that makes sense. Cool. That, yeah, that was awesome. Was when they was, played the cool. X-Men theme, I was like, fuck yeah, we finally got it in an MCU movie. <laughs> Will we get it again? Probably not. I think that was probably the one time you were going to hear the X-Men theme. But yeah, my um, one issue with Professor X in this movie is it now has made it to where I've seen Patrick Stewart's Professor X die three freaking times now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Three times. Yeah, but you know what? In the, in the last stand, it, that death was, was really weak. I was like, But then Logan happened? was a great way for him to die. Like, that's the reason why Patrick Stewart was so reluctant to return because his ending in Logan was so good. Mm-hmm. And then this one, he comes in and just has his neck snapped. Uh, I, I do, you know, the, la- the, the, uh, I, I, the last stand wasn't that bad, man. What, it, what, was what, what she, it was It was... I understood the situation that was happening, especially mm. when uh, it, well, it's just going back to that movie when it's when, still been three times. Magneto's like, "Yo, what, what are you doing? Relax." And she's like, ah, "I'm gonna kill this motherfucker." The, the problem that I had with it was that like <laughs> the last stand is still like when they made the last stand when they made X two and X Men, they were still in that realm of we don't want to make it. this. What's that? No, they were still in the realm of this is probably it. Like well, we'll but not only more- that, but 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 they were like, okay, we they, they didn't want to push the boundaries with the characters. I mean, like, look, they all wore the same suits. They all, you know, I mean, like, they what didn't yeah. they didn't know how to tread on on certain. They were too topics. afraid to take risks. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, if you're gonna do Dark Phoenix, in my opinion, you have to have, uh, what was it, uh, 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 the Shi'ir, you know, the the mm-hmm. uh, that Empire showing up. Mm-hmm. With uh, what's her name? Alessandra, I think. I think her name is, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, she's you know, she's the queen of 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 that uh, that uh, that whole empire, yeah. And, yeah. and 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 they're the ones who were like, yo, this, you know, you know, Dark Phoenix, she, it's it's an entity, it's evil, it has to be killed, and, and they're mm-hmm. trying to defend. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jean yeah. Gray. I, I do I mean, agree that the Dark Phoenix, that's an event. Right, yeah, that's yeah. Even, it's yeah. not that's a movie. Like yeah. that's yeah, a build up to an event. Yes. You have to have right. movie arcs to that. And Jose Hernandez, I, I I understand where you're coming from with the Black Bolt thing, but I thought that death was awesome. Yeah, yeah I mean, if it was I had like, any, any issues like, oh. with any death, it was probably Captain Marvel's. The way Captain Marvel died in this movie was just super weak to me. Because yeah, everybody like, oh, else... Yeah, everybody else got a pretty solid death. Like, you know... I was mad about ripped. how John Krasinski died. I was pretty mad about that. I mean, that. look, to be fair... This I wanted to see more of him doing something. All he, well, I mean, like, probably like, not the last time we're going to see him in that role. Yeah, Right. I, I don't know. We don't know for sure, but I, I would hope not. I would hope not, but... Yeah. What was he going to do? Like, he, like, reaches out for her, and she's like... Bah! His head explodes. And you're just like... You're she like, turns him into string cheese. I know, but, yeah. like, what, what was he hoping to do? Like, you see his brain uh, explode. I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I was like, well, See, he's dead. Here's the, here's the problem. He just that said the he had a family with that movie, right? Like they, Captain Marvel goes, oh, we can take care of the witch, and it's like, no, you completely no. underestimate Wanda exactly. Maximoff. And they and that totally, they totally fuck themselves. Like Reed Richards was like, yo, Black Bolt can take you out with a single whisper with his mouth, and Wanda just goes, what, what mouth? mouth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he basically like, told oh, shoot, her, Reed, what were you doing? 
Yeah, yeah it's like for being a smart guy, I you're, think, you're pretty um, really stupid fucked sometimes. Up. Yeah, the, the, uh, the line. I think um, uh, what Phil you just mentioned, but the, the the way they said the line, I think it's now that I think about it, remembering how it went. The line that they used was, "Oh, we can take care of your little witch." That's why when she claps him so hard, she literally the Illuminati gets clapped. There's no yeah. mistaking that. They all get, they get torn up. The, the 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 one line and who said was it Captain Marvel who said that? We'll take care of your little witch. Yes, yes we'll just yeah. you just do this. I thought that was a perfect precursor to her really fucking laying it down on him because she really did. Like there was there was and of course I, I did say. I liked, I really liked um, Captain Carter way more in What If than I did in this. Just because of, she was, to me, she just seemed like much more of a badass. And I got it, it's real life. It's Haley Atwell, she's the actress, probably can't do a bunch of the stuff that they were doing. Yeah, hey, um, hey, this, this straight up, she got Darth Mauled. Yeah, she really did. I checked my DMs and I hate you now. <laughs> um, what? I checked. Oh, oh, he, has, he has a toy problem. She got the same death that Zombie Steve got in What If. Yeah. That's true. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah, he gets cut in half. She gets cut in half. Yeah. I saw. So, I actually talked to someone about this the other day. Like the world where the Illuminati is. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Anthony. Eight, but nine, eight, eight, eight. but uh, a friend of mine from, uh, that I talked to this week made a good point that the world they went to seemed like it was kind of a authoritarian world. Because think about it, the look into the past technology they had, that was straight up the technology of a. What's the room Professor X goes into? What's that called? Uh, Cerebro. Oh, Cerebro. 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 It was yeah. fully Cerebro technology. Yeah. So you know what that means is that they were using that tech to keep tabs on people. So like, it was just kind of an interesting thing that they pointed out because I didn't make that connection of being Cerebro technology when I first saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of cool futuristic tech. There was totally also Cerebro. an empty seat in the chamber of the Illuminati. So there was one member who was not present. Who was right. that member? Though? That's the thing. It could, to me, it's either got to be a superior Iron Man, a Black Panther, or an Amor. It's got to be one of those three characters. Yeah, right. I could see and that. And I, th I think that's one thing that made people upset with this movie is that a lot of people were expecting that superior Iron Man with Tom Cruise, and and they believed all these rumors, and therefore when it didn't happen, they're like, oh, it's just stupid. It's like, no, you just expected too much. That's their own problem. Mm -hmm. But overall, I thought the movie was pretty dang good. Um, I think that Wanda is the best villain we've had in a Marvel movie in a long time. And it's most because we know so much about her from previous films and TV shows. But yeah, she, she had very the luxury of being built up to that, and that other villains did not get the luxury yes. of. Exactly. And so it made it to where you, you felt for her, but you also hated her like very much. So I haven't hated a villain like oh, her, I didn't in, hate her in a long at all. time. I loved it. Oh, I totally did. did. Like, I, I didn't like terrible me to say, but you know. But like you know, you hate um, what she's doing to other characters. I, I you know, you know, Wanda. I Most don't know if it, if it was like like her makeup or whatever, but like I, I, I just I, I really didn't. Um, she looked more. She looked better in Wandavision for some reason than she did here. I, 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 I didn't like her. Just the way she looked, she didn't seem very threatening to me. She never like I never saw her on screen and thought. You're fucked. You know what I mean? Like there was ever that feel of like when she showed up, you're scared. Like oh, run, run, run. It was I don't know. She just didn't kind of have that. But I thought she did a good job with the role. But I, I just didn't like her her whole look. I guess I don't know. Mm -hmm. It just didn't do it for me. Okay. I thought that um, Captain Carter wall was okay. I mean, she did good enough. Um, she's intimidating. Yeah. I, I mean, that was enough to be like, all right, there's your Captain Carter. Yeah. Now yeah. You, yeah. We, sli we sliced her in half. 
Let's move on, you know? Although, of so, all the characters that got merged from the Illuminati, I feel like Captain Marvel got spared the most as far as, like, a brutal death is concerned. We just saw her get crushed in her hand, like, flop, like, Witch of, Wicked Witch of the East style. Yeah. That's all that really happened. Um, so, so, you said Captain Carter or... Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, okay, okay. Yeah, like, Captain, Marvel. Captain oh, Carter got cut in Captain half, Marvel. John Krasinski got Ooh. shredded, Black Bull had his head blasted off. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, everybody else... Blasted had, again. Professor X had his neck snapped, and then Captain Marvel just gets off-screen sort of crushed by well, rocks. I'm sorry, no, give her a brutal death like the rest of them. Like, come but on. That was the other thing, too, was that, like... Coward. You know, uh, <laughs> and, and, and I know that there's time constraints because it's a movie and all, but... Right. I mean, to me, look... You know, uh, if you read House of M, when they go to try and stop Wanda, when they deem her as a threat and that, that they, they literally have to kill her, um, they like their main weapon against her is Charles Xavier because he's, mm -hmm. he's the strongest telepath in the world. And so yeah. they're going there to try and stop her. But then, you know, uh, she utters the word, you know, no more mutants, and then you know everything it goes to shit. Yeah, yeah. But the thing too is that like he's the strongest telepath that's out there, and yet mm. he's able to have you know he's enough, and he goes into her head, and then he finds the you know the, the real um, Wanda. Wanda of that yeah. of that uh, of that universe, whatever you know, buried down there, and he's trying to get her out. Um, but then it's like he just dies. You know, she finds him and snaps his neck. You're just like, oh, what? Well, I think it was a trap. I think it was a trap in her mind mm -hmm. for him. Right, think, but like, I he was saving her. But 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 even if it, if it was, I, I would have loved to have seen. How do I say? It? Like, I would love to have seen more of a telepathic battle between her, him, mm -hmm. and Wanda yeah. to kind of. But I know that you know you're 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 limited based on how much time you can allocate to that scene. But I yeah. thought that would have been really cool to see a strong telepathic, you know psychedelic kind of battle between uh charles xavier and uh and, and wanda maximoff like just i'm the same really cool way with mr fantastic i would i wish he would have like maybe like dodged a blasphemer or something and like does more of his like stretchiness a little bit before yeah. just being fully murked um just like even a couple seconds of that i thought would have been cool yeah so. i think it was a um uh the runtime i think which it was I've just heard, over two hours, wasn't it? Right. I've heard like, that. Yes, yes. I've heard that. Um, With that that Sam has has some more shit. So hopefully, with a director's cut, maybe we get some more of that stuff that you were yeah. just talking about, Dawson. With more Mister Fantastic, more you know whatever battle. I think it, when it you know and it, when it comes to this this particular scene in the movie, when we get to the Illuminati and it's fire, and you see Doctor Strange fight Mordo, which is a great fight. They fall like yeah. beneath the thing, and they have like a great. You know, a, a fight which which was reminiscent of them fighting in the original Doctor Strange when he was training him, which yeah. was actually cool where he uses the little foot stuff or whatever that Mordo does that he ends up getting the better of him. But I think um look, it was it was a situation to where I think they were trying to put a, like a, a bridge in the movie to like from where it started to actually where it finished. So like I I understand what they were doing. I don't uh I, I would wish like you guys i would wish that the characters didn't get gone so fast but who knows there could be more of that whenever sam raimi gets to put his yo axel the disrespect for john krasinski JFC, if, if man, he's mr fantastic Krasinski's no way he's smart what are you talking about <sighs> john krasinski is like a really intelligent he directed the uh a, a quiet, quiet place, place. Quiet quiet place. place. And he's freaking Jim Halpert in the office man not like, only that he was, he was yo, in the running to play captain america Droga, you know what, Droga? I saw your tweet earlier. 
talking about who lives in a pineapple <laughs> under the sea? Bad question, homie. Bad question. <laughs> he said, yo, who the fuck? He said, who the fuck actually lives in a pineapple under the sea? Bro, I'll grab you Sponge by your throat, square pants, take, you to bikini, take you to Bikini Bottom and show you who lives in the fucking pineapple under the sea. You Damn, son of a gun. <laughs> Black Adam just showed you the fucking business, son. <laughs> <laughs> yo, relax oh, on the, the pineapple World under the sea. World 79 says, yo, when we're strange and mortal beefing, was I missing something? At the end of the first Doctor Strange. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's it's mostly look, and it's mostly in the post credits for Doctor Strange. Mostly, it's, yeah. Once he realizes that uh, the Sorcerer Supreme was kind of a lie to him, in general speaking, he uh, he goes after some of the people who kind of use it, which was uh, Benjamin Bratt. Uh, he gets him. Mm-hmm. In in the post credit scene, so he yeah, so it's it's I think uh, had the movies went in a different a, a sort of a different direction, maybe you might have saw more of that until now. But since this is the first time you actually see a solo Doctor Strange movie since that one, considering Endgame has happened, Infinity mm-hmm. War, all of those movies, this is the first gist you get to see of Mordo after that is right. taking place. So yeah, he still has a little he has a, he still has some gripes with him, but uh. And me for Black Bolt? No. He's already got a role. He's already got like a million dollar paying role. Honestly, yeah. I think I think if Scott Derrickson was still attached to direct the movie, mm-hmm. it might be a little more something like Doctor Strange chasing Baron Mordo throughout the multiverse. But mm. you know, I have no fucking mm. idea what kind of story Scott Derrickson had in mind because yeah. right. they overhauled it, brought in Michael Waldron, who was the showrunner writer for Loki. Or he was the he was the he was the writer he was the head writer in the writers room for Loki. They brought him in. He did a complete rehaul on the script, and that's when things really started to change. And this was also you know they were shifting movies left and right during a pandemic, and then Doctor Strange came after Spider Man when it was initially supposed to come before Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So the movie was in a constant fucking change, uh, even up to the point where we watched it. I would imagine, yeah, no, not is- really, but like uh, months before it released. Yeah, which is, you know, if you think about a movie going through that much types of things, no matter how close it is to release or like before, it's just like it, to, to, to see what we saw, it was impressive that it came together like that. So mm-hmm. real, look, I don't want to, I don't know what, what you were going to bring up next, but real quick, I did want to say, um, uh, I don't, because I don't know, if, I don't think we've mentioned her yet. I know I did just bounce for a second, but uh, America, I will say this. Oh, yeah. About mm-hmm. her character. Um I thought she was in, absolutely necessary to the story because without what she can do, it doesn't matter what you think about her performance. It doesn't matter mm. what you think about what she did in the movie. Her powers were what took Scarlet Witch from Wanda to Scarlet Witch. So yeah. there mm. was her being there, I thought was very necessary in the fact that what she could do, that's the reason why and look, it, it, it's it, she takes a real quick turn. This is another spoiler if you haven't seen it. I don't know what to say to you now. You've been watching this for a long mm-hmm. You want Wanda when when Doctor Strange arrives on her apple farm and she's talking to him. It's all cool. She takes a considerable turn to the dark side, real swift. It's a great like, scene, actually. Yeah, yeah that actually, was a great, a, a great plot twist. Yeah, she's like, oh. <laughs> You didn't say her name, did you? I was like, oh, she's fucking evil. Yeah, he was like, no. <laughs> yeah. And I think and, and he realized, like, crap, I just told her where she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 
And, you know, the fact that she became the villain of the movie so quickly, I think that attributes to the marketing of the movie, which was a total bait and switch. Everyone thought oh, yes. in the film yeah. that they, the whole premise was to maybe go after an evil version of Doctor Strange. Doctor or, Strange maybe, yep. or maybe there was an evil version of Wanda out there doing this. And it's like, no, it's the MCU version of Wanda who's right. orchestrating yeah. all of this. It's, right. it's, Super well it's done. It's Miss Maximoff that took over a town uh, a few years last year. And let's, mm -hmm. let's let's be real. It's, it's really her. Yeah. And, and speaking of America, like, I think it made a good point, Anthony. I think her performance was fine. I had no real yeah. issues with oh, it yes. at all. Yeah. Um, her character found out fine. a week ago her name is Sochi. Sochi. Yeah. Sochi. Because so, um, it's not. It's not. I thought she did a great like job. That. I had she no problems great. with, with yeah. her performance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I the only moment great. in the movie where like I almost had a problem was when like she took those like pizza balls and said like, "Oh, you don't have to pay for anything in other universes. Like you have to pay for stuff in yours." And I was thinking like, "Okay, that's not." I wasn't a fan of that, but then like they realized like, oh crap, she actually did steal it and just paid for it. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. yeah, she's just being dumb. No, I, I get it. I didn't think that was that, that bad of a of a thing because like in Star Trek, uh, they they don't have money in Star Trek because mm -hmm. you know they they got rid of money because it, it was you know I don't know that that the whole idea of that just to me I'm just like okay that's nonsensical but whatever but then it was yeah. fine. Well, it, but you know. Uh, so when it comes to Doctor Strange, like the, the one thing that I liked that they did in this movie that they haven't done since, I think, uh, well, they did Infinity War, but they mm -hmm. didn't really focus on it since uh, um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier was that this was a chaser movie where you yeah. had a girl who had an ability, who has an ability. Yeah. Some, she has something that somebody else of power wants. Mm -hmm. And now they're chasing after them to get that girl. And yeah. I liked that they were having to run from Wanda and her abilities and, and all the enemies. And I, I loved how, like, you had that chaser feel similar to, like, you know, uh, Terminator, Terminator 2. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you know, and then when you look back on, like, uh, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, you mm -hmm. had uh, the Winter Soldier who was chasing after them. And, and he wanted to kill them. Like, he wanted to... Like he wanted to murder yeah. uh, Black Widow and uh, and and Steve Rogers. Like he wanted them dead. He got him fucking machine gun. You know, what I mean, he was trying to kill him. And in this case, she did the same thing. I mean, she wanted to take her abilities, which would have killed her anyway. Yeah. Um, and I like how they sort of touched on the idea that, like, you know, even though each strange is different, they're all still similar. at the end of the day, they still come to the same conclusion that. Give me the power because I can control it. You know. But like, speaking oh, of yeah. the different Except Doctor Stranges, the initial Doctor Strange from the MCU, right. we all know. But speaking of the Doctor Strange, I thought it was interesting. People talk about like you mentioned, Andre. We hope that John Krasinski plays Mr. Fantastic again, and I think one thing that mm -hmm. maybe sort of uh, backs up that option is the fact that every version of Doctor Strange in this movie was played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Yep. Yeah. There stands yeah. the reason that most versions of a certain character would look we'll very similar would yeah, be played yeah. by the same person definitely it so was definitely like established in loki like that yeah is kind of the case like the yeah. majority of variants will more than likely look like the initial one but the, some will differ i mean right for like God's the sake. original loki the alligator loki the kid loki like Both yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yes. so on and so forth right mm -hmm. yeah no and, and, and you know that's a good point because and you know if he does come back that's great um yeah. I mean, I, i'd be happy with that because i mean all, obviously there's there's multiple if not thousands of iterations of of uh, Reed Richards within the multiverse, and uh, one of them's but, evil. But this is this is the thing. <laughs> Already, okay. Going back to last year, right? Mm -hmm. 
Maybe it was before. Maybe it was two years ago. But anyway, you go DC fandom. <laughs> what are they talking about? Multiverse. Multiverse. They mm-hmm. were like, let's just say it as, as many times as we can. And that's the only thing that they've ever done to establish a multiverse in DC is talk about it at DC fandom. In the meantime, Marvel has come through and has completely established the fact that there is a multiverse in the They've MCU. had a show and two movies. Yes. Yes. To describe they, the they, multiverse already. In other yeah. words, they've done it. So yeah. that's yeah. the only time they ever established any kind of multiverse in a DC movie was Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When Steppenwolf says that. And that's the only time you ever get that. And yeah. I, I think it's hilarious that they push so hard for multiverse, yet they haven't even touched it yet. They haven't even. When they are. Uh, DC was the. Um... That, that's the, the brand that established that way back mm-hmm. was the yeah. multiverse. They were the first ones to be like multiverse is DC's thing for years. Yes, exactly. It was. It was, and they they couldn't pull it off on screen. And, and, and now you have now you have the Flash coming out after No Way Home, after Multiverse of Madness, after mm-hmm. Loki. Like mm-hmm. that just puts yeah. the Flash in a very tough yeah. position. But back By the to time the Flash comes out, Loki season two might even be out. Yeah, that's it's going to be old news. It's going to be old that, news. That's what the hard thing about you know, the Flash coming out next year is that, like, you know, that now we have to wait even longer. But if if changes are being made or if something is happening, then, yeah, then it's a good thing that they held off on the movie. But we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Well, one more thing with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. One scene that I don't really know how I feel about is the scene where it's near the end when Doctor Strange is fighting another version of himself, the evil version that's gotten taken a hold of him by the Darkhold. Uh-huh. And they're fighting with music notes. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was pretty really dope, man. It was. It, it, it's a cool concept, cool. but the problem is that it felt, for me, it mm-hmm. felt so out of the blue. Like all of a sudden they're fighting with music notes, and I, I looked at my wife Lindsay and I said, "Are we watching Fantasia now? Is is this what's happening? Like I feel like I'm just." I feel like I just watched Mickey Mouse get on no. screen with his wizard hat. And <laughs> I thought it was cool. I liked around. it. I was like, "Oh, this is dope. yeah." I like, thought it, it was too different, you know. Yeah, I thought that the fact that it seemed to come so far out of left field that that's what made it fire. It just it just happened. And I was like, oh, dope, dude. And then it just kept going back and forth. And I was like, yo, this is absolutely this is pretty fire. This is yeah. pretty fire. Yeah. yeah and, 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 and of course, and again, the bait and switch that that uh, Phil was talking about, how we all thought that Wanda was probably not going to be the the straight villain, maybe kind of evolve into the villain or whatever. Mm-hmm. Again. <laughs> I thought at least, I, I know a bunch of people thought this as well, that the zombie uh, Doctor Strange was going to be the zombie version from What If. And right. that the, the, the evil Doctor Strange, uh, Doctor Strange Supreme, which, which that's what we thought it was, you know, when he said things are really getting out of hand now, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was going to be the one from What If. And it turns out it, it wasn't at all. Right. No, but yeah. I will say when... When he took over the body of the uh, the the dead, uh, I think it was uh, Defender Strange. Defender Strange, yeah, yeah. That was mm-hmm. so fucking badass. And, and yeah. when, when he took control, and the demons of, as his cape. Of the demons, yeah, he was like, Shh. yeah, yeah. That was, like, that was badass. Was like, the yeah, whole, was... yeah, the whole conjuring of that, the whole entering the dark hole, and, and you know, basically doing what he needed to do to end what needed to happen. Yeah, going that extra mile, making that sacrifice play, if you will, like he always does. And then using the dark hold, getting all the candles together while he's in this fucked up version of his own universe, right? That's been yeah. done in by Sinister Strange. Like he, 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 the the whole bringing the candles and doing this and like hovering up and calling the souls of the damned. So Sam Raimi, it was so fucking cool. Like yeah. just seeing that imagery was if everything spiritually faithful to Doctor Strange. It was Too- just so fucking good. 
Two yeah. of the parts that I thought were the most Sam Raimi-esque in the entire movie were when Wanda crawls through that mirror and is all cut up yep. from the different shards. Yes! Like that moment. Oh, and yeah, then the great. other moment was when they go through this one doorway and it closes and they all stop and turn around and wait for Wanda oh, to go through. Comes out of fucking oh, and switch yeah. back and forth through the door and him. That was very Sam Raimi. Like, Bro, just really like, I will say this. In that particular moment, that door shut and they went forward a little bit and stopped. I, everybody in the theater was like, Run! Yeah, why what are you, are you stopping? Doing? They all turned around and looked, and then she pops from the side. I was like, oh! Like, yeah. the way she popped in, I was like, Sam Raimi, thank you for that, my brother. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Those are the two most <laughs> Sam Raimi-esque moments. And I yeah. loved Benedict Cumberbatch's face as he's, like, looking and glaring slowly. Like, yeah, yeah, he's where like, is she? what is she going to do? Um, so oh, it was very Sam Raimi. I was one of the ones I was like, how about y'all get the fuck out of here? You got Yeah, seven, I was like, go, why are you seconds? stopping? You got seven, eight seconds stopping? to get out of here. What are you doing? And, and then after that, out. close the door. <laughs> the, uh, close the freaking door. The opening close battle the when door. they were trying to get to uh, uh, the Book of Ashanti, um, I thought was really badass. And then I also loved uh, the fight in New York where all of a sudden – you know, he, he, he cast that spell, and you can see the the big eyeball creature. I was like, "Oh, this is badass!" You oh know? yeah, that shit was dope. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was just cool. Yeah. I was like, "Man, yeah. this, this is fucking." Also, cool, I, I will give cool. a smooth shout out to you know Sam putting the uh when that creature actually showed up, and he's at the he's obviously at you know what's the name's wedding or whatever. The shit Christine pops Palmer's. off. Yeah. The way he he jumps over the he, he takes his drink and then jumps over the 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 uh, the um. Like the, balcony. the balcony. The balcony. Yes, he jumps over and the cape takes him, and he just fucking. That was like, yeah, that was beautiful. Like, I, was like, like that. As as much as you were into that, like I was really into seeing their interaction, just because we remember what happened the last time they were right. together. So right. like those two characters, I was. But then once he's like, he heard some shit going on. He took his drink and jumped over, and he put the. I was like, dude, let's go. That that was a perfect intro into it's action time now. Fellas. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, and that was definitely one of those moments that felt straight out of a Spider-Man yeah. trilogy scene, you know, where he just straight yeah. up dips, goes and saves the day. Yeah. And, yeah. and what's so funny, that moment became MJ. And what's honestly. so funny is like, is like the whole arc of him and Spider-Man No Way Home literally informs how he handles everything with America Chavez. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yes, he, you know, after being so cynical and kind of lightweight mean to Spider-Man, he totally approaches America Chavez completely differently. And yeah, he proceeds, does. He, does. he proceeds to help her in, you know, especially once she tells him that the other strange that she encountered, like at the beginning of the movie, yes. her powers. And he's like, I'm not going to take your powers. Like once it comes down to it, like once it gets to the end of this movie where it's a situation mm -hmm. where like, bro, you might need to take her powers so you can. He's like, nah. Yeah, he, he disobeys a direct order from Wong, the Sorcerer Supreme, and is yes, just yeah, like, exactly. no, you're going to be the one to do this because I have faith in you. And it's like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, hell yeah. Exactly, yeah. And their relationship was actually pretty dang good in this movie. I like yeah. the eventual yeah. growth of more respect for his role as Sorcerer Supreme mm -hmm. and kind of getting over the fact that he no longer has that position anymore. Um, I thought that was really well done. And I, I just really like Wong. Wong's uh, definitely a very fantastic Jose, character. Wong's badass. Uh, very true. When I yes. saw that, I was like, ah. I was like, "What is that from the comics?" Huh? I, I'm like, he <laughs> right. has yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know, right. but it, it, but it just, was cool it, though. I was like, wow, I totally hit, forgot I about like, that. Oh, you, you know what it was about the third eye it was that when, <laughs> when, <laughs> when you when I first saw it, I was like, I was like, no fucking way they went there. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, oh my god! Like, like they actually went all the way to that to that point. And then at the end, when well, it pops out, he's like, ah! 
you know, I was like, oh, yeah, that was an, again that is like, another it, Sam Raimi type scene. Yeah. And he's walking and all of a sudden, you know, the eye opens up. and He's like, oh, yeah, you know, but it's like, also dude, kind of awesome. undercut by the mid credit sequence because he's again walking away just fine. Here comes Klee, played by fucking right. Charlize Theron, no less. Oh, yeah. Cut the hole to the dark dimension. She's like, you've caused an incursion. Are you going to help me take care of it? And then he like pops the third eye open and goes, oh, yeah, and it's like nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like, wait, okay. One of these things just doesn't belong here. Yeah, it was just like, it's almost like he filmed that other scene. He was like, and yeah, that was really cool. On I'm top just of all of that, Charlize just got on her Twitter yesterday and was just like, hey, check it out, y'all. Clea. She posted a picture of her makeup. As yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. It's so like, she, um, she ready, ready. Yeah, it's like Josh from Denim ready. Nerds posted the other day uh, <laughs> asking if a certain actor, I can't remember who it was, should be in the MCU, Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. And I was just oh, like, yeah. dude, no. at this point, you pretty much have everybody in the mainstream yeah. as far as actors are concerned might as well at this be, point be, just get everybody besides <laughs> um uh seeing Krasinski which surprised the shit out of me when I I had zero and when I say zero zero idea Charlize Theron was about to be in this universe when she showed zero up, zero she was like hey Steven I was like what the fuck is she doing here is this fast <laughs> yeah I was like what the fuck is happening right now <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then they like where's Will Smith in, like yeah like, I was like looking for Vin Diesel and fucking yeah. I was like, no, I was reasons. looking for Will you know, Smith it, from Hancock. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I know, right? But no, that was uh like the whole uh, Charlize Theron Clea uh, cameo. That was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, at first, I was like, what is even happening right now? And, and that was yeah. really cool. But yeah, yeah, I had no idea she was in the movie at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like Krasinski, like to me, that was like, yeah. I, I pretty much figured he was going to be in the movies when I saw it. I was like, oh, cool. There, that there never is. crossed yeah. my mind. Okay, that so never crossed my mind. No. Day, I had heard the talk, but yeah. The go day ahead. I go to see the fucking movie, hours before, I'm at work. One of my coworkers on our break just straight up goes, hey, did you hear about the guy from The Office apparently playing one of the characters in Multiverse of Madness? I looked at him, I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Why and- would you even? <laughs> and like... I'll disagree. I respectfully disagree with Word 79 here. Um, you don't I bring disagree. in a fan cast like that without having plans for him later. Like, there's no way he's just yeah. dead, dead. He's going to be in the Fantastic Four film. I'm pretty convinced of that. Not only that. Droga, like, what is your beef against John Krasinski, my dude? Uh, don't get him started. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, like, John Krasinski, again, Jack Reacher, Jim Halpert. He's also mm-hmm. in the Benghazi movie, which is pretty dang f- phenomenal. And also the fact that this guy is the guy who did the good news thing during the beginning of COVID. Like, this guy's a legend, okay? John Krasinski is awesome. So, Quiet yeah, Quiet Place, Place yeah. directing both films, right? So, like, you're 13 hours. He seems very forced. Very forced, Axel. And I'm disappointed in you. Very thing. great. Jack, very, very, really disappointed. Jack Reacher just it, it just announced that they're doing two seasons, two more seasons, and that's it. And they've already filmed those seasons, leaving an opening in this man's schedule. And yes. the Fantastic Four movie now has a director's seat open. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Real quick, real quick. Just to, it's not Jack Reacher. It's no, sorry, all, Jack Reacher. Um, oh, it's, is it uh, Jack Ryan? Jack Ryan. Sorry, Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah Jack, Jack Reacher. That's Tom Cruise. Yeah. Cruise Jack, or I guess, and also no now Jack Reacher is it, 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 the series on Amazon. Series, is, yes, is, is, is Alan Richardson, but the yeah. movie was Tom yeah. Cruise. What was cool yeah, was that movie, when those are some fire movies too. When yeah. you saw Krasinski as uh, Reed Richards, you know uh, one of the things that I, one of the things that I thought about too was that I was like, you know, uh, you know seeing him interact with with mm-hmm. Wanda, and I, and I thought I was like, it's interesting to think that like at one point, you know, he was going to be cast as Captain America, right? 
You know, yes. like, like it was his role to lose unless then when they found out that, that Chris Evans wanted to play it, they didn't even audition Chris, Chris Evans. They just gave it to him. And they yeah, said right. they told John Krasinski, hey, sorry, we found somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but know? he fucking, hey. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's done well for himself. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Avoid <laughs> no, Jimbo I, doing well. Yeah. And look, look, look real quick. I was just say, when, when he showed up and it was like, and also the uh, smartest man in the world. And they brought, he came up. I was like, like I said, I didn't get it spoiled. So I was like, holy shit. This is, he looked good in the suit. The suit yeah. looked good. You know, I, that's yeah, also yeah, the point. Like, you don't make a dang good suit like that without planning on using it again. Yeah, yeah. The suit exactly. looked absolutely fantastic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely and, fantastic. And then you know, he, he said a couple words, and he took a seat. That that whole entire thing was was. Uh, the fact that he looked like he re- he like he was so relieved to see Strange again, or at least a version of Strange. Yeah. Like you felt the history just in the tone of his voice. Like, hey, Stephen. No words. Uh, I don't know. I think um, that's that's it's funny. It's funny that he, words right here. Words seven. And he says, uh, "Hold up, where is that?" Yeah, why would the? I think they addressed that. <laughs> they were kind of cocky, and you see how they got dealt with. I mean, they did Thanos before they figured what what could be worse than that. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, weird. They the dealt way with they, Thanos, but also they, too, it's it's like they dealt with Doctor Strange. Yeah. in that world you know so mm-hmm. they they figured okay so we know how to take care of a sorcerer a sorceress witch type person like you know we got this um but to me like that overconfidence was similar to it reminded me at least of like the, the same kind of uh you know cockiness that like the jedi council had in yeah. you know uh mm-hmm. revenge of the sith where they're just like, yeah, like oh no you know, like we got this. Yeah, I've seen that comparison. Like, yeah. That's that's a good comparison. It yeah. is. It is. That's, it is. that's why they were. They thought. were kind of like. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll yeah, handle yeah. your witch problem. In my head, I was like, oh, they're gonna get fucking worked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as soon as they said that, I was like, oh, that's over. Because <laughs> yeah. there's no way she's gonna show up, and they're gonna whoop her ass. I was like, no. Also, also, um, it, look, we all see. So, at the end of the movie, with the credits or whatever, obviously you saw where it said Doctor Strange will return. That's how they do. One yeah. name you didn't see, you didn't see Wanda Maximoff will return at all. Mm, so yeah. I don't know. Hopefully we see her again because I think Elizabeth Olsen fucking killed it in this movie. Yeah. Was absolutely incredible. And in all mm-hmm. of her scenes, whether she was well, when she was playing cool mm-hmm. at the Apple Farm in the beginning before it went down and she was like, Oh, <laughs> you didn't tell me her name, did you? But yeah. Like all of that shit was just very, very good. And I, I hope we see her again. I don't know that yeah. we will, but it'd be nice to see her again. Yeah, I definitely hope so as well, because she was absolutely fantastic in that. Yeah. Um, but with that, before we move on to our last topic of discussion for the night, talking about Project Justice League, yes. I actually have a quick announcement for oh, the yeah. Fort Nerds Network. Um, Uh-oh. And the announcements, I'll, I'll just, I'll let, um, I'll swap pause music real quick. I'll let this video speak for itself. If you're wondering what that hey. was, if you're wondering what that was, that is the intro for the latest show that'll be on the Four Nerds Network. It is the DJW show hosted by yours truly. It'll be a uh, basically a solo podcast, pre-recorded podcast once a week. It might end up being two times a week at some point. We'll have to see. 
Uh, yeah. but right now, once a week, where it's just me talking about things that maybe we don't cover on the Four Nerds or any of the shows, some mm -hmm. things that I, I care about, whether it be music, comics, all that stuff. Fun mm -hmm. stuff will be had and fun times will be had there for sure. So again, the DJW show premiering next week here on the Four Nerds nice. Network. Very, very exciting nice, stuff. Man, nice, man. Nice, nice. Fire, fire, fire. And we're hoping to get some cool guests on there eventually. Um, working, on, trying to get work on one right now that I've been working on for a while. Um, won't say who until maybe it's confirmed. Um, but very, very excited for how that show. Benedict Cumberbatch. What? No, no, <laughs> not quite. Not. See now, now whoever I get after you said that is gonna be a disappointment. <laughs> you're, you're like, like, let me introduce Enosh Fee. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like what? All right. Th thanks a lot, Anthony. You just totally destroyed no, everything. Just, you're like, you ruined my soul. You're like, guys, on, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Brian, master of none. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Cool guys. Cool guys. There. Um, awesome, yes. Guys. The DJW show premiering next Wednesday on nice. the Four Nerds Network. The one Friday. and only. Y'all heard it here. Ryan Zeverfett. Here we go. No. <laughs> That'd be your first one. No, 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 no. I wanted to whip it out. <laughs> all right all right well that, that's that yeah. uh, anyway with that let's move on to the last topic of discussion for tonight talking about something that hit the channel this past week yes. which has been very positively uh received <laughs> and very positively commented on which has been very appreciated project justice league yeah and uh i guess going into this i want to hear from the director himself andre fernandez here to my left uh, and to your guys' right, about how this project came together. Because this project had a long history, was a lot of hard work put into it. Mm -hmm. What does yeah. the release of this mean to you, Andre? Well, I mean, it, it means a lot. You know, it was it, it was a long, it was a very long road. A lot of work went into this. Uh, a lot of doubt <laughs> went into this as well. Uh, but, I mean, originally when I set out to do this, um, you know, it, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. And so... But instead of letting it just fall apart and, you know, just let it sit by the wayside, I, I, you know, I, I got with Ryan and I said, you know what, like, this is really sucks, you know, and, and he, and I was like, I, I just, you know, it's just, it's such an awesome idea. And, and Ryan mm -hmm. said, you know what, man, let's just do it. Let's just finish it. Even if it was just for us, let's just finish the fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Let, let's do it. And originally it was just him and I. And then slowly but surely, we started to kind of rebuild this team, uh, you know, bringing Moriano as a colorist, bringing in uh, Luis Vega as the uh, uh, special effects and VFX artist, um, you know, uh, bringing back Ill Life to do all the sound mixing and mm -hmm. and uh, with the dialogue, uh, all the, the sound effects, uh, the Foley work, and also the... Um, you know, he's also making his own original score for another <laughs> version of this as well. Um and so uh, it, it took a very long time. I mean, I, I've listened and, and heard this thing so many times now that, like, uh, it, for a while it was kind of a trip just to even have it where mm -hmm. I could listen to it and nobody else in, this, in the world had it. And I did. And I was like, man, this is so fire. Like, I really want people to hear this. Mm -hmm. I, I just think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, knowing that we've raised – almost a little over $1,400 for yeah. AFSP. I mean, that is awesome. Um, and on top of that, I mean, look, it, it's gotten, over, you know, over 25,000 views on, um, on YouTube. 
uh, it's got what? How many comments is it now? Like 598 comments. A lot of them are all positive. It's yeah. impossible to keep up with the comments, honestly, because I get notifications yeah. like all these different comments, and I, I want to go in and heart every single one of them because so many of them are just so positive and so yeah, um, amazing. And, and the fact you guys are able to put this together is just absolutely incredible. So again, credit yeah. to you guys, all the team yeah. that really yeah. put their hearts and soul into this. Oh, and again, the fact that it raised over fourteen hundred dollars for suicide yes. prevention is again that's the most fire part of it. Exactly, yes, yeah. absolutely, yes. absolutely, and uh, you know. It, it, it's one of those things where, like, at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, like, you know, you only live once. You, you just mm -hmm. have to go for it, you know. Mm -hmm. True. Um, and and uh, you know this the, this whole this whole fandom, this whole movement, um, you know, has changed my life forever. Uh, it started when you know when we did Christ on Infinite Streams. That was like uh, something that had never been done before, and I should say never been done before, but something that hadn't been done in, the, in within this fandom before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we when we did Deck the Hall of Justice, you know, that was the first time where I felt like, wow, like what a difference we made by raising all this money for AFSP, and now we're doing it again, and uh, it just feels really good to know that, you know, we we worked together to build something that. Mm -hmm. uh, that raise money to help save lives, which is just outstanding. And so, you know, obviously everyone who supported the project, everyone who's watched it, everyone who's donated, uh, who's left positive comments, positivity, you know, putting that out there, uh, you know, thank you to everybody because I mean, yeah. this wouldn't happen without everyone's contribution to, uh, this project. And, uh, you know, I, I always knew that, that this thing, this was a really cool idea and a story and the way it was told and, and uh, we had to make some changes to it uh, for the better, I think. Uh, and I'm really happy with how it turned out. You know, one of the uh, one of the complaints I've been getting a lot is that oh, we wanted more visuals. Um, and you know, if we were going to do more visuals, we'd still be working on it now because <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, we're a small team. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the main things was is that I wanted to get this out there before uh, WB upfront because I wanted to, you know, raise as much awareness for. Uh, the Snyderverse, the, the whole Restore Snyderverse movement, um, obviously to raise money for AFSP, but I felt like if anything was going to, you know, if you're going to do it, the best time is, is before they have their upfront in, in case they make any announcements that could alter a lot of things. So, right. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm floored with the, with the response and the reaction from, uh, from the fans. And, uh, it's, it's been a great, it's been a great couple of days. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And Very you, important. um, and you posted something earlier today that uh, has is a little bit of a tease for some people. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. uh, one of the main comments that I've been getting a lot through uh, the YouTube uh, studio is uh, is asking for when part two is coming out. Yes, uh, sir. Part two of Project Justice League, which will also premiere here on the Four Nerds Network as well as on the Nicotina Show and ZeroFet YouTube channels. Um, so is there anything you'd like to share with us about that, Andre? Yeah, so um, and some of you might have saw it earlier, but uh, here is a sneak, little sneak peek of um, Project part Justice two. League Part Two. Part Two. Yeehaw. And there it is. Fire. <laughs> Yeehaw. Yeehaw. 
That's and awesome. that is uh, that is the first of a, a few different teasers that we'll be dropping as we get closer to the release date of uh, mm-hmm. Justice League Part Two. Um, but uh, and, and this one, <laughs> this one is uh, it's going to go pretty much balls to the wall in terms of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you read the storyboards, you know what's coming up. Um, so it's it's gonna be pretty cool. It's gonna be pretty fucking cool, and uh, we already have a lot of ideas. We really it's funny because we actually already have about half of it, a little more than half of it already done. Mm-hmm. Because originally what we started doing was we started working on the whole, working on it as a whole. You yeah. know, like just one big thing, and then mm-hmm. and I always want to break it into two parts because I was like, you know, it feels like it should be a part one and a part two. But uh, so we kind of jumped around and worked on a bunch of different scenes throughout both parts. Until we finally decide, okay, let's just focus on part part one. one. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then they were able to kind of get that out. Um, but uh, I hope you guys like it. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, and, and and one of the things that I've been hearing a lot about, besides uh, appreciation for the art and uh, that that all three artists put into this, um, the one thing that I've been hearing a lot about is that everyone loves the soundtrack to it. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I had ill life mix the music. Um, but all the songs that are playing in those scenes, I, I picked each one of them to play in those scenes because and I, and I, I was telling them, I was like, guys, I, I was like, you got to look at it like the music is its own character in yeah. this in this performance because there's so many scenes. And, and this is what I, I think people kind of forget is that, you know, when you watch these scenes and you hear the music from the previous movies, there's already a sense of built-in nostalgia just by hearing those songs because you're just like, yes, I remember the, when the song was played. I remember the feeling I got when I when I watched the scene. Mm-hmm. It, it just and, and that was that was the idea was that I wanted. And in to films, in films like this, there's three types of characters. There's the actual characters. There's mm-hmm. the setting is also a character, and like you said, the music is a character. So you got to yeah. get all those to hit hard, especially with something like this. And music mm-hmm. for me, when it comes to movies, has always been like a very very big thing. Uh, I mean, I think growing up, you know, watching movies like, you know, uh, like Back to the Future, you yeah. know, like uh, yeah, Ghostbusters, like um, you know, movies Terminator, Terminator Two, you know, you know, the Predator, mm-hmm. um, you know, movies where like like the soundtrack was part of the movie, where you're just like, yeah, you know, Pulp Fiction. It, the Pulp Fiction, thank you, and, and that's why even when when uh, Robert Robert Rodriguez did Predators. Yeah, I loved it because it had the original music from the first movie, and I was just like, "Dude, that's awesome!" Ghostbusters Afterlife. When they Same started deal. playing the original music from Ghostbusters Part One, I was like, "Fuck yeah! This is how you do it. This is done right. This is this badass." This is how we do it. <laughs> well, I think even just just your whole approach to doing the project and doing it in not only in the same vein as the storyboards presented, but considering that, you know, Snyder himself and a couple other people close to the project, they always akined part two of Justice League, you know, they always akined it to a much more heavier version of like Batman versus Superman. I think the way mm-hmm. you approached making the project in that same vein was a very integral and smart idea because yeah. Justice League part two very much is batman v superman on steroids it's a story about luthor creating his own version of the justice league getting mm-hmm. dark side to earth the death of lois lane like really bringing these people together only to just really tear them down and tear them apart and bring them to their even lowest even lo- more so than when batman and superman were at their lowest in bvs like th- this mm-hmm. is really a true testament to who these characters are and i think you captured the spirit 
of that of those storyboards as well as you could have. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was uh, <laughs> it was really hard. Like some of the songs, selecting the because like, for me at least, it, w- it was always about like you know you, you have to pick the right track for each scene, otherwise it's gonna fall flat. And believe right, me, right. some of these scenes had different they had different scores to them. And I had to change them throughout because I was like, this is not working for me. I thought it would, and it's not. Um, like I, I know Dawson has a version that I sent. I sent him a, a copy of where, like, the the opening scene has an entirely different song. Um, yeah. Uh, and so it was just a like. To be I have the Fernandez cut. The Fernandez. <laughs> the, um, the, the opening scene. I've seen it. Where you see the Justice League, and you know it describes where, where they're at. You know, currently after Justice League Part One. Um, that was probably that was one that was that was the hardest song to figure out which which score goes best in this scene. Yeah. And finally, I, I realized, like, wait a minute, hold on, like, I'm, I'm over, I'm overthinking this in so many ways because at the end of the day, it's like they are a team that is trying to do the right thing, mm-hmm. but is still out of reach for the general population to understand, you know, who they really are. Right. And that's when I started thinking about BBS. I was like, you know what? The, the track for, you know, during the scene where, where you see Superman saving everybody, you know, just doing all these acts of heroism yet. They were still doubting his, uh, presence. You know, still doubting his presence. And so I, th- I thought, you know what? That is probably the best song for it because it needs yeah. to be a heavy handed song. And so it, and it played in, into the scene so well. And uh, yeah, I mean, it just set the tone for the entire thing. And so, um, uh, part two. I mean, I mean, look, it, it's very easy to pick music that Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL uh, put together because I mean, they're just fucking phenomenal. Uh, right. The part two has some like everyone that I that, that has heard the tracks that I'm using for the, for these scenes. I've, I've been like, dude, this is fucking badass. So uh, I'm really looking forward to part two. It, it, we're adding a lot more to it. Uh, it is going to have more visuals as much as we can. Um, so it's going to have some, like, there's going to be some things in there that you haven't seen in the first one where you're going to be like, holy shit, because this has to be as big as we could possibly make it. So, right. uh, it's going to be right. a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to, uh, sharing, uh, probably just sleep part two with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. We're very, very excited to see what you, what you guys have in store for us with the base of the whole team being the same. So we can expect the same high yeah. level quality. Yeah. We can expect the same intensity, well, if not more so. And also too, like like one of the things that, that I've been getting, getting a lot of uh, requests for is that everyone's like, oh, um, you know, <laughs> everyone keeps asking me, it, 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 you know, when is the Joker going to be in it? Well, I mean, it, this is based on the storyboards that he that were presented at the Dallas exhibit, so mm-hmm. I'm staying to that story. I mean, yeah, uh, there's some dialogue that we've added to kind of like, yeah, uh, but you guys also put in Deathstroke too. Well, that was more just a cameo. That's it. <laughs> and uh but he has he but so here's the thing You've is been that called you know, out well I mean, I mean you may get an easter egg like that here and there but like i'm not gonna take liberties to add like entire scenes mm-hmm. to something that like you know that already w- was written out and so i mean but i mean it if i were like there was this idea that you know when the justice league go to a location to you know get a mother box They'd have to get the information from somebody and from somewhere, yeah. and so th- there was an idea that that I'd been playing around with, where you know when they when they in, set out to go do their mission, mm-hmm. they have to they have to make a pit stop somewhere, and, and Green Lantern being somebody who's been off world for a number of years, 
is wondering like, hey, what are we doing? Like, why are we stopping? You know, and and then you come to find out that you know Bruce has to or Batman has to go meet with somebody who has information that he needs, and that person giving it to him would would have been the Joker. But mm. at that point, I was like, and they would have had an exchange. Uh, but at that point, I was like, you know what? I, I I can't like I don't feel right adding to the like making up my own story in the story. But that's mm, not what right. this is about. This is about showing everybody what the original concept was. And that's not to say that the original concept was the best concept ever, but you know, Zach put these out there, out there for a reason. And I remember one time he said it, I believe it was on a uh, day, of the film junkie show. He said, uh, you know, we may never get a justice league part, part two and three. Uh, so this might be your, 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 your closest look at, at what could have been mm-hmm. one idea for that. Um, and so, and he goes, but you know, you know they're out there, so it's up to you guys to do whatever you want. You know, uh, with those stories, and so that's when I kind of got the idea, like, hey, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Like, maybe we should do something with those stories because right now they're just sitting there, not doing anything. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I feel like the, the general population needs to should know about these stories because they're I, I think they're great. And you know, a lot of people were like, oh, I don't like the idea of Bruce and Lois uh, having a baby, but you know, I, it's I, funny I, you mentioned that because Stephen Colbert just put out a really fantastic article detailing why I that saw makes, that it was really well written and really well done. It, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> and I think that sorry, it, cut you off. It, well, no, no, not at all. And, and, and I think that when you see it played out, it makes a lot more sense as opposed to saying, "Yeah, Bruce and Lois, uh, they got it on there, and they're gonna have a baby." You know, it's like what? But when <laughs> you see it played out in, in, in being told to you in a story. Then mm-hmm. to me, it makes a lot more sense, you yeah. know, um, that that is a, a one of the directions I could have gone in. But, um, you know, one of the things that that I really tried to do a lot was do a lot of mirroring of, of what Zach had done in his previous movies. You know, you saw the scene where where Bruce is, you know, Batman basically has has his cowl off and, and he's and he's standing in front of the, the Robin suit like he was in BBS. But in BBS, he was staring at the Robin suit because he was angry. He was mad. He was, you know, had all these issues going on while in this scene, he's he's looking away from the suit, you know, thinking about, you know, Lois Lane and and, and kind of he's he's focusing too hard on the future and on mm-hmm. on what is happening with her mm-hmm. and forgetting to be mindful of, of, of what is what his past was, you know, what, what happened in the past and, and those that he became close to what happens to them. And so I was kind of mm. playing with that idea. Like, Hey, look, it'd be really cool to kind of have that reflection scene where now you see him looking the other way, dressed as Batman, but with the cow off, you know? So I just mm-hmm. thought that was really cool. Um, and then also too, I mean, you know, if you read the storyboards, you know, you know, you essentially know the story. I mean, with Lex Luthor, I mean, here you have a guy who essentially is now is, is even more so driven by rage, driven by revenge similar to what it's mm-hmm. funny because he's taking a similar route to what batman had just mm-hmm. gone through where he's he's now he going to. down this route where he's assembling his own team he wants nothing more than to uh get revenge on batman and superman for what they did to, you know for, for what they did to him you know yeah because uh, he doesn't like to lose you know he said it he's like, i don't know how to lose and so i think that it, it becomes one of those things where you know zach had even said that you know at the end of that story um lex was gonna was actually gonna be the one who kills dark side by using a nuke to destroy his ship you know up on his ship and i think that again you're looking at another reflection where you saw batman go through this whole arc where he realizes like 
oh my god like what have i become i've become mm. the person that I've, yeah. I've always tried to stop and in this case lex i think goes to an arc where he starts to realize that like wait a minute what have i done like i've literally become the tyrant that i've that i despised mm-hmm. in bbs you know what i mean so and so he becomes he kind of gets this realization that you know I can't like like this guy doesn't have my best interest in mind, nor does he have the rest of the world's interest in mind. So it's probably best that I stop him, you know. So um, that's it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. Um, and uh, you, know, you know, Bruce and Lois have a really uh, they have a scene where they have an exchange that's like very emotional. Uh, we try to make it as much, and uh, it's, it's gonna be really cool. It's gonna be yeah. really really cool and. We tried to use. I mean, I'll wrap this up real quick. But we tried to use uh, again. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, again, like in the uh, got chicken to eat. In the fall of ju- in the chicken fall of justice waffles. Scene, chicken what? waffle. There you go. I do have a tiny waffle maker. What? <laughs> in the fall of justice scene, you know, we took the same pose, the same the, the same setup as the uh, as when Darkseid killed uh, Aquaman, mm-hmm. and the idea was that you know. You know, he's in the same pose stabbing Arthur with the trident, right? Yeah. And uh, the idea behind that was that, you know, in this timeline, this is what happened. These were the, this, this, these are how these same events took place. But mm-hmm. instead of Darkseid, it was Orm and Black Manta who attacked the coronation and, mm-hmm. and, and killed Just Arthur. slight multiversal alterations, yeah. Exactly. Right. So, <laughs> right. but, but I wanted to make sure that when that happened, that there would be that sort of uh, mirror effect where you'd see it like, hey, wait a minute, that's the same, that's the same shot from Zack Snyder's Justice League that yeah. Cyborg's Vision had, but this time instead of Darkseid, it's it's Orm, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, this shot right here, right? Indeed. And then you know, then you as it pans out, you see Black Manta, and he's like, "Yep, we're gonna tear everybody up." And so I just thought that was really cool, you know. And yeah. those are kind of some of the things that, that that we tried to incorporate into the whole story, so. Uh, and I thought it came out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'd say so. Again, with the positive reception and the way it's raised money for FSP, it's absolutely yeah. come together uh, very, very well. Very, very excited for part two coming out in 2022 or summer 2022. Um, I think I know the answer to this. We got a question here from Jose Hernandez asking if there will be a part three. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> essentially, uh, you know, this is like part. It's funny because like part two is actually part three right. because this, this right. would have been Justice League. Uh, the one you just saw would have been Justice League 2, and the next one coming out would have been Justice yeah. League 3, but I'm calling it 1 and 2 because it's the same project. So um, that's about as close as I'm going to get to a part three. So, Gotcha. So, yeah. Well, there you guys go. There you guys go. You got a sneak peek into the mindset behind the creation of Project Justice yes, League. Sir. Again, we thank all those who have watched it, and many of you multiple times, um, and shared yes, your kind you. words and support for it, as well as donated for a good cause. Uh, very, very excited for the second part of Project Justice League coming out in just a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that, we have reached the end of the topics we have lined up for the night. I know some maybe some things we didn't quite get to cover in the two-hour span that we usually like to cover. But do we have any final thoughts from everybody before we close out today? Um, chicken and waffles. Yeah, get chicken and waffles. <laughs> I might have that for breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Dang straight. <laughs> Speaking of which, okay, so I told you guys I have this small waffle maker, right? Yeah. A delicious thing to do. 
is to make cake uh, texture brownies mix, put it in a waffle maker, put ice cream on top of it, and also some You might syrup. be onto something, Mr. Sir. Maybe. Oh, I, Maybe. I did it. I did it. And it's phenomenally. <laughs> it is quite phenomenal. Delicious to the taste. Delicioso. Especially to get like French vanilla ice cream with that. Like, dude. Mm. You're so vanilla. I mean, look at me. Look at me. You Phil. really are. Okay. You really are. I mean, what more yeah, do you want from, from me? <laughs> more vanilla. I'm a vanilla and caramel guy, okay? that That's me. Um, that's. I'm a drumsticks guy myself, so I feel it. Fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. All right, everybody's for right? ice cream before we get out of here. Everybody's for ice cream. Be one hey, of also, <laughs> in case uh, where to go, where to go, in case you know everyone Don't ignore the important question, Andre. Hold on, hold on. This is a very important uh, thing, though. Something to think about is you got this post right here from Zack Snyder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Day eighteen. You know Day eighteen. Work out before heading to the set. Uh, he in the gym, getting it on, putting that fucking work in. You know what I'm saying? But the craziest part movie. about it, I think, is if you if Good you want to dive in, you know down the rabbit hole, is that day eighteen. You know when when Clay Staub <laughs> talked about you know how to prepare a, a perfect egg, hard boiled egg. That was exactly eleven days. He and it, it, it's it was number eleven, and it's eleven days from the eighteenth. What's on the eighteenth is uh, one of those WBD up front. So mm. I don't know. Hmm. It could be looking away. too far into it. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, well, I'm saying that was back when he posted it. Right, 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 right. So, That's interesting that he would say day 18. I don't know. Something to think about. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it means nothing. Maybe it does. Could mean something. Who knows? Could all right. Back to the important question. At all. Uh, <laughs> favorite ice cream flavor. Go, Andre. Hmm? Cookies and cream. Solid yeah, choice. my go. It's my go, too. Anthony, okay. Same, same. Cookies Bill and cream is absolutely. Sherbert. Orange rainbow sherbet, or, or either or. Mm. Wow, interesting. I know right. vanilla motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I feel personally attacked. Not at all. Um, <laughs> wasn't directed at you personally. Just cookies and cream. There are, there are a lot of vanilla motherfuckers out there. Got it. All right. Um, there we go. I'm, I'm torn between two. It's either um, chocolate peanut butter or um, sea salt caramel. Oh, with it, vanilla. Sea salt caramel is good. Sea salt caramel is pretty bomb. Yeah, just based yeah. on the name alone. <laughs> yeah, well, hot. you're not a fan of caramel, Phil? Not a fan of sea salt. Oh, dude. sea salt is fire. Sea salt is amazing. <laughs> dude. I'm missing out, I guess. Yeah. Yes, you are. I mean, you got to go to Killwinds down in South Carolina. It's the place where they make the ice cream in-house and have the caramel oh. there. It's Sure. Let me just yeah, go yeah. buy a fly fucking plane yeah, ticket yeah. fly over there. <laughs> I'll spend more money on ice cream I've never had before. Yo, hold on. Let you know how it goes. Chocolate Kit Kat ice cream? Bro. Joe. My Kit guy. Kats? Uh, I am a Kit Kat fan, also a fan of ice cream. So you're talking about uh, Kit Kat ice cream? Okay, Phil, here's what's closer to you. So when I lived in LA, I know this is still a little bit of a drive for you, but. When I was in LA, there was two places that I would go for ice cream. Okay. One of them was Diddy Reese. Okay. Mm-hmm. You been to Diddy Reese? No. So they <laughs> they basically they have fresh baked cookies, whether it be chocolate chip, okay. whatever, no. and you put them and you put a scoop of ice cream in the middle. You have okay. a legit ice cream cookie sandwich. Freaking amazing. Okay. That that's that place. 
There's also saffron and rose. That's where actually where I got this hat. Okay. Persian ice cream, right? It's dang good, dang dang good. Right. Pistachio, pistachio, Persian ice cream. Instead mm -hmm. of using cream, they use uh, saffron water, and it's actually dang good. Andre, we're gonna have to drive down south one of these days, and That's I'll fly it. out there That's and it. I'll take you. <laughs> I have been meaning to go back to LA at some point anyway. So cool. ice cream. Yes. Ice cream for ice cream right now. <laughs> there it is. Ice cream for ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> With Woo. that guys, we're gonna get some ice cream. So we'll yeah. see you guys later.